are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey, hey. Happy hump day. Yes. Girl, tired child. I'm tired. ready to get somewhere and sit down. I need, I'm ready for the weekend and a vacation. For real. Um, I am too. Like, seriously, I am too. Um, I definitely can go for that. Um, don't mind if I do. Um, definitely ready for the weekend. I have a busy weekend, but I'm still ready for it nonetheless. What you gonna be doing, girl? Um, it's my cousin's birthday, so she has like a three day celebration planned. Um, I'm not gonna make it to the one on Sunday, but Friday night and then Saturday, okay. um, okay. I'll be Go able birthday. to join. Shit, wish it was my birthday. I'm gonna still celebrate anyway, though. Still, what you say? Um, other than that, it's what? been what? um a decently productive week like i'm mm -hmm. exhausted but i'm in a good mood i've been in a good mood for the last day or so but i've just been exhausted like i need some iron um i know the feeling <laughs> I, i've been there not not uh-oh i don't know what's going on can you hear me uh-oh she might have to drop out and go back hello hello that's weird okay um hey eugene hey dane hey big truck hey west end select caleb caleb um jay mons hey celine a goodness rated bow hey mr curlin <laughs> what's going on people how y'all doing happy wednesday i i just um woke up from a nap so i got that Hey, everybody. <laughs> I got the deep voice going. I just got up. I've been getting up with the kids every day. And, um, child, it's been killing me. Um, yeah, you know, we have a project um, upcoming. So, um, yeah, keep a lookout. Keep on the lookout for us. Um, can you hear me now? I, I could hear you fine. I don't know what happened why you couldn't hear me. Yeah, it just went completely out. That's like, weird. Yeah. Um, but I could hear you fine. The crazy thing is I could see you talking on the other side, but like not over here. It's like, what was up with that? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, definitely have a busy weekend planned. Um, thus far, it's been a fairly decent week. No complaints, no complaints at all. Um, yeah, I have a super long laundry list of things that I need to do. Um, but oh, I, I feel new. like I know, right? What, what, what else new? I really want to take time off of work to take care of some of the stuff that I have to take care of because I just feel like I'm being pulled in so many different directions that I don't have time to give my undivided attention to any one thing, and it's driving me crazy. I'd be wondering like how that all kind of works out because um, when I be thinking like, okay, you have this and the third going on, you got to make sure mm -hmm. this is done, that is done, yada, yada, yada. And then I'm like, how does that end up playing out um, when, you know, like, okay, so if you don't have time, like, does something lack? Like, how does that work mm -hmm. out? 
Um, well, I'm a multitasker. I'm, I'm fairly good at multitasking. To be completely honest, I probably could get everything that I need to get done if I delete my social media, which I'll probably do for like 30 days <laughs> in order to get ahead okay. of all of the things that I have to get ahead of because, you know, my career doesn't require me to sit in front of a computer for eight full hours and be, you know, um, you know, dedicating eight full hours at a time to my work task. Um, so right. some of the things I can get done during my daytime hours too, if I completely delete social media, which is about time for a hiatus anyway. So I'll probably take a break from social media and that will help me kind of get a head start or get ahead of some of these things. In addition to maybe take like two or three days off of work because it's things around the house that I need to do. I have some planning things that I need to take care of. And um, yeah, it's a lot. So yeah, yeah. that's probably, that, that's that's what I think I'm going to do. That's what I'm I can pretty much imagine. Um, I haven't taken a social media hiatus in forever. Mm -hmm. But every now and then, um, I will generally have to take a hiatus as well. Mm -hmm. And but I haven't been now. YouTube has become like my new addiction. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's slowly turning into TikTok because I can get on TikTok and I can get on TikTok yeah. for hours. Yeah, TikTok. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> yes, like for TikTok sure. is so lit. I don't um, think like on YouTube, I don't, I'll have YouTube playing in the background. Like I'm usually upstairs, like in my office room mm -hmm. um, slash bonus room. Like I'll put YouTube on TV because I watch like a lot of lifestyle bloggers and I can listen to that in the background. So I'm not necessarily, you know, like that's white noise for me. Yeah. But TikTok baby got me and got your girl in the chokehold. Like, ugh, listen, yeah. um, you know what's so crazy, babe? You gonna be mad as hell with me because I'm about to say I'm about to TikTok your ass up. He Listen, it drives him insane. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't know why he be tripping, but I be finding mm -hmm. like some funny stuff on here. Yeah, um, I find like TikTok has useful information too. Like sometimes I find recipe ideas. A lot of times, yeah. a lot of the TikTokers that I follow, like they're into fashion and stuff. So I end up spending money that I ain't got no business because I see something like, ooh, let me see if I can cop that. So that's the bad thing about TikTok. Like, ooh, oh, at least two or three times a week, I see something on TikTok that I either run out to buy or Damn. I have to order. Yeah. But like some, two or three it, times like, a week? Well, a lot of it is too. Like I watch the day in the life blog, so it may be body products. So a lot of it is like I could go to Target or I may have to go to Ulta for some skincare. Like a lot of it is stuff like that. Two to three times a week. Yeah, at least two to three. Uh, definitely two Girl. to three times a week. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, nah, yes. you tripping. Not, not two to three so times. I'm going to take a break. Broke shit. But no, some of it isn't expensive stuff. Some of it is. I'll be seeing them doing these hauls and I'd be like, that's so cute. Let me order that. But some of it is like a new body wash or some of it may be like a, these scented candles or, you know what I mean? A lot of it is not necessarily expensive stuff. And I'm always trying to look for a reason to go to Target anyway. That part. So, yeah. But um, it's like I can't, like I have, like I can't go to Target, but every so often. And it's the same way with me with Walmart, Costco, and Target. Because mm. um, I can go on Walmart for a stick of gum and honey, mm -hmm. I done spent $200 so quick. 
Um, Target's probably worse because not only mm-hmm. will you get the stick of gum and then you go into the product aisle, you're going to come out with some little uh, a shirt or something from Target, honey. Always. Like, always. like I have always. to walk around the entire store when I go to Target. Like, For real. Oh, like, there, I can't just go to one section. It ain't going to work. Like, that's, no. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then the Target near me is a, an Ulta right next door. So I'm always yeah. going to run an Ulta. And it's a Home Goods next to that. Girl, listen. The home goods Trouble. have all your money. Trouble. Like. So yeah, but I, I actually just went back to Facebook probably the last quarter, the last, uh, the fourth quarter of last year. I think maybe October or September. I like went back to Facebook, but I hadn't been on my primary Facebook for the whole year. So probably about seven, eight months out of the year, I wasn't on my Facebook. Um, so you know, I, I could go without that. That's like the easiest thing for me to forego. But um, I'm going to have to let go of TikTok, too. Baby, <laughs> so. I like some. Um, Facebook used to be more fun, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm not into Facebook like I'm into TikTok and everything else. Yeah. But, uh, uh-oh, here we go. Look at him. He already started off. Oh, <laughs> listen. Thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment because, baby, there's no catfish That over picture here. is so freaking for? cute. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that picture. I actually had another picture up, and it was just me with my locks. One that I took the other day. Then I was yeah, like, and your hair uh, is growing super fast. Yeah, but I was like, the colors in this picture clash with the colors that you had on in your picture, so I had to go find something else. Look at him. Rose catfishing again with them pics that make her look younger than 35. Shaking my head. I don't have the catfish. I already snagged one, so sorry. Caught a fish. Nah. <laughs> Mm, mm, listen that's what i'm trying to tell you so much going on in the world of media right now girls my head about to explode (laughs) okay i gotta start off with tasha k like i cannot like i have to start off if you guys let me know what you think because people probably gonna be mad as shit with me Like, they probably gonna be mad with me too. I thought you was gonna be mad with me, but listen. Okay, so let me catch y'all up to speed. Uh, (laughs) Unless you've been living under a rock, you already know. There was litigation um, that Cardi had filed a lawsuit against Tasha Kay for some allegations that Tasha made and slander, slandering her name, dragging her name through the mud. Her and Tasha was going back and forth on social media about a year and a half or two ago. And it was like real nasty, like talking to uh, Tasha was zoo. so as a result, Cardi filed a lawsuit against Tasha Kay for, you know, slander and libel. And recently the judgment came down and she was awarded $1.5 million in damages before attorney fees and everything. Mm-hmm. Once all the fees and everything was assessed, it's looking more like $3 million. So what is that? Six times Tasha's alleged net worth. So the courts are saying Tasha can't gonna have to pay. And Tasha kind of acting like no sweat off my back. I'll be back, you know, telling her wino she'll be back to, you know, with, with some more tea later on that evening and yada, yada, yada. So she's acting like as if there's no pressure. She said her team did a wonderful job as well as her husband. And it is what it is. Um, um, I'm going to let you go first and tell us your thoughts. And then I'll come and reveal mine. Okay. So you see the lawsuit, everything, Cardi Tasha, Cardi Tasha. Um, I did see where Tasha uh, left a review for her attorney 
and she wrecked that woman like that woman deserved to have been wrecked. Um, I heard it was closer to four million. Um, okay. Yeah. So as a car, um, she's saying it's three point eight million. But I've okay, I've been okay. hearing that she Different won the numbers. lawsuit um, for one million, and then it was punitive dam- damages that totaled oh, to be okay. close that to four. Sense. That makes right. sense. Right. And so I'm sitting here and I'm looking at everybody on social media sitting around and they're bigging up Cardi B, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, everybody and just kind of turn their backs on Tasha K. And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about Cardi and I'm saying to myself, this the same bitch that was sick and transsexuals on y'all. And y'all ain't got nothing to say about it. Black men bigging up her. Y'all mad, y'all was mad as hell with her um, when she was coming out with the most ratchet, disgusting music. And y'all said she had such an influence on back, black culture. But then, you know, it was just interesting. Um, now, you know, if people will say what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. I, I mean, one of those people. And... Yeah, I just was like, look at these people. I thought that was very interesting and it 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 looks the optics of it look it looks horrible. The optics mm-hmm. of it look very horrible, especially when you have like dark skinned women, light skinned women. Then a dark skinned woman looks dark, dark skin, and she looks like a regular dark skinned woman wearing her natural hair and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then it's like um so it kind of brings you back to like the colorism stuff and then I don't know. I I felt some type of way, but I wasn't. I know I'm not supposed to, and yeah. I thought that was interesting, even with my own feelings about it. And yeah, yeah. go ahead. I, I, I guess I personally didn't, you know, overanalyze like the actual, you know, optics of the the um the uh, pictures in the media and stuff like that of both parties. Um, but I, I I absolutely feel as though Cardi was vindicated. I'm not a fan of Cardi, but I'm also not a fan of Tasha Kay's. Like I don't, I've oh. never been a wino. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a Tasha Kay groupie, nor am I a, you know, Cardi groupie. I don't listen to Cardi B's music and I don't listen to Tasha Kay's podcast. But um, I say all that to say that that that's the game. It is what it is. Like I don't feel sympathy for Tasha K. Like you can't slander someone and like Tasha K. Be super reckless. So you also have to be prepared for what comes along with that. For me, I literally just feel like it's a part of the game. And you know, sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Like that's the way the cookie crumbles. If you coming after people, you using misinformation and or not you're not using credible sources and you put information out there as if it's fact, you have to be prepared for whatever those consequences are. And that's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. Um, uh, shout out to Karine, not Karen. She says, sorry, the, it's not colorism. She harassed and lied on that girl. Come on. <laughs> uh, you know what it, what, what, um, the colorism part is, is the actual photos that you would see posted of Cardi versus what you would see posted of Tasha. What I did notice is a lot of blogs will post the worst they, picture they can find of Tasha. And, you know, they post a decent picture of Cardi, which I found yeah. interesting. But, but it is Tasha isn't is. as polished as Cardi. So, you know, even if they posted a nice picture, 
picture of, of, of Tasha, you know, if they're picking one of Cardi's best pictures, you know, of course she's going to be shown in a better light. But you're right, though. We, we, you know, there is some symbolism in that. Like media absolutely does some things intentional when they're pushing a story out. And don't think that yeah. it, it, it wasn't just unintentional. I, I'm certain that it was. Right, right, right. So I found that to be very interesting. I, I did find it to be interesting, but, um, you know, I wouldn't um, classify myself as a wino, but I, you know, every now and then I'll catch a, uh, a, um, a Tasha K post, you know, and I ain't going to sit here and say I ain't never uh, bob my head to a Cardi B song. She ain't my favorite in them, but mm. Um, I don't think, think of a any... Cardi B song that I've even like, oh, I like that. Like, I don't know. Uh, not to say that I wouldn't. Like, if, if one of her songs came on the radio and it's catchy to me, I'm going to sing it and stuff. But yeah, I've never purchased her music or purchased concert tickets, and I never would. Um, she doesn't make the type of music that I am typically drawn to. Yeah, yeah. But um, what I do want to tra um, transition into... Mm -hmm. is this song called Lick by Meg the Stallion and what is oh, the girl? Oh, yeah, the Jamaican um, Shinsia. Yeah, okay. So they came out with a new song called Lick. It was a, what's the song that used to be out? It's a WAP 2.0. Mm -hmm. um, very nasty, very explicit video. Mm -hmm. um, you had Meg coming out of the girl's uh, vagina rapping and shit <laughs> I, i'm like what the hell is going on oh now when God. i seen um meg had did a video called thought shit so when i went and watched that video she had the 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 talk the man had the the vagina on his face and he, it was talking oh. and i'm sitting there and i'm saying to myself what the hell is going hey. on like, what the hell y'all doing but mm -hmm. see when you get to talking about social media issues and what's impactful to young girls, where were the celebrities to come against that song? And, and, and that, that shit was more harmful than Ari to me. Um, it, it's funny because like I said, people pick and choose when they want to come against something. Everybody was sitting there. Oh, you know, Ari said this and there's so many domestic violence victims and you know, we need to come against that. But, um, these girls got a whole goddamn woman coming out of another woman's vagina. Nobody yeah. said a word. Um, I didn't see the video, but you're doing a good job of just you know, of describing what the visual was. But to me, I do Honey. think that what Ari did was more harmful because of the fact that, you know, they're, what they're doing is they're making music distasteful, albeit it is still music. And people have the option of whether or not they want to indulge in that type of quote unquote art. But I think that to promote um, you know, domestic violence and say that you get your rocks off and your jollies off by men pulling guns on you and things of that nature is dangerous for both black men and, you know, for, for black women, especially in a time when we're seeing rising incidents of domestic violence. I think that um, if you are listening to Ari and looking toward Ari for um, some advice and this that, and the third I feel like you were probably lost anyway oh, yeah, and there probably right. wasn't a whole lot of hope for you anyway mm, but um, with I think that we kind of ignore a lot of the sexual um, things that go on with the music and how much of an influence that that has um, I think sexuality when they put the sexuality in the music and everything is over sexualized 
I actually think that does more harm long term um, because everybody will brush it off. Well, you know, it's just music or, you know, everybody you can you can choose whether if you want to indulge in it or not. Mm -hmm. But then you'll have every radio station from here to the West Coast blasting it and blasting it. They were playing WAP on an elevator. Oh, wow. So wow. <laughs> when you when you start to look at how people will um, the, look at programming and mm -hmm. what they do as far as programming is concerned, I, I just I thought it was um, very, very interesting and disgusting. Um, if you look at if you ever go back and look at that video, it's very colorful, just mm -hmm. like WAP was very colorful. It was mm -hmm. a lot of symbolism. Um, and it seems like the age of social media is ushering us into this land of just pure sex. It's not any, really anything creative. It's That's the true. best way to display a vagina. How colorful can we make that penis? Yeah. And, um, everything is extra sexually su su uh, suggestive mm -hmm. and you, nobody really has anything to say about it. But then when... And, and right, I think there's a rise in a whole lot of stuff surrounding sex, mm -hmm. but nobody really addresses that. You know, everybody kind of brushes it over, but if something seems a little bit too hot button, everybody jumps on, you know, because it's popular to jump on it. But yeah. nobody really has anything to say about the shit that's happening that's affecting our children um, mm -hmm. long term. And, you know, I, I just find that to be interesting because oh, like uh, absolutely. I think that, you know, I think that what was said by Ari, uh, it was problematic, but absolutely the mute like we can't ignore the messages that are being sent in the music. This is music. Right. This is um, these are um, things that are being fed into our children's psyche, whether or not they're yeah. actively listening because it's played on, like Danny said, radio stations all across the globe. Um, in addition to like, you'll see the TikToks where people redoing the bit, like the, the, the lyrics, the sexually suggestive lyrics are being fed into the minds of our children. So it isn't something that should be ignored at all. Absolutely. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, Mr. Curlin. He says, I don't feel no type of way. From what I saw, she knew the issue she said she was saying wasn't true. And she had plenty of opportunities to settle, but she didn't she let her ego get in the way. Mm. Um <laughs> hashtag okay. colorism. Bro colorism. <laughs> <laughs> Bro Carla, you know okay, what? okay. Um that is a good point. And when he talks about ego, he is absolutely correct yeah, so many of us are tied to our big-headed egos and won't let shit go like you you won't let the anything thing go is um i absolutely think that uh tasha k bit off more than she could chew i yeah. think that um you know what you know uh, despite the fact you know say talking about the fact that uh cardi that they weren't putting more money behind cardi that you know her uh talking about the details of her contract with the uh, capital and yeah. uh, the Migos being washed up this, that, and the other. You can say all you want regarding both Cardi and Offset, but you know that you don't have the dollars to um, hire the type of legal team that they're going to hire. In no. addition, if you were faced with information that proved that the information that you put out was false for you to like be wrong and strong 
and she was wrong and strong as hell girl like she was like i knew the story was fake i went with it anyway because i knew she released the story to her friend and her friend put it out there like it was true so i just ran with it because i wanted to even though i knew it wasn't and i was like well god like and i'm gonna tell you something that where, where that bothers me and makes me think about my fiance like there's because her loss is a loss for your your you have children like your family is going to be impacted by this loss and i know that the type of man that i have like it wouldn't have gotten that far it once it was deemed that i said something wrong and it is something that could impact the you know um work that i'm doing in addition to our family finances he gonna be like you got to eat that you got like ain't no way you're gonna be able to 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 pursue this to 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 um to like court like you're, you're gonna right. have to eat that go out and apologize make amends do what you gotta do like you you gotta put your pride aside when it comes down to something that could affect the wealth and the legacy that you're trying to build for your children and your family um let me shout out to eugene Steele. um eugene your comment won't highlight on you excuse me on stream yards but i can read it from here he says in it seems that Tasha K was making a financial death wish. Tasha had the opportunity to settle, but refused. She cheated on her taxes for three years. <laughs> he telling all the business. Did she was? Did that come out? Yeah, the they saying oh. that she also owes back taxes. I've definitely oh. heard that. I've definitely heard that. So that's Tasha even a crazy thing. Yeah, listen. But Tasha said she's gonna make that money, honey. Listen, yes, she, is. she got a million uh subs. Uh. Yeah, she can, she can make the money, but it's still like who who has four million dollars to throw away? Nobody. Girl, apparently uh Tasha K do because <laughs> she did. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Platinum Motherfucking Elite in the building. He What's says sex sells. Most of the female entertainers dress, look, talk like strippers. Name one successful fat male singer in the last five years. Ruben I don't know. Stutter. Now one. Ruben Stutter. No, that he said last five years. <laughs> I'm just messing. He was never successful, and that was what Show 15 one. years ago. Listen, they all and and and, and the, that's the crazy thing because it is a stripper culture of music. I haven't seen a damn, but I ain't been looking for one either. Listen, I haven't seen a regular, normal woman. You remember back in the day when Lauren Ari had... Lennox? Yeah, well, I don't listen to her child. I like Ari. Oh, she normal. Oh, I actually, I love Ari. She's she very regular. Person? She's okay. a normal person. She look real regular, you know. <laughs> She's very down to earth, always on doing lives and just connecting with her um her her um fans and stuff like that. She very down to earth and very quote unquote normal. Listen, uh-oh, uh-oh, look at Mr. Kirk. Uh -oh, he said, I'm wondering what's going to happen to their marriage. Like an almost four milli L over ego is a lot. Um, yeah. four million to, to, to talk about a bitch. I don't know. Um, I think right. that was poor decision making. And Baby, but you I'm going to tell, tell you something. I'm going to tell mm -hmm. you something very telling about that situation. Um, the fact that her husband was not able to talk her off a ledge Man. in that situation. Yeah. You have to really take into consideration <sighs> who really leading what household because mm -hmm. it'd be times where I'd be ready to come cuss y'all out. Listen, 
You get talked off the ledge. Listen, mm-hmm. I be told you got to go and sit, sit down somewhere, little mama. Come on mm-hmm. over here. Come mm-hmm. on over here and get you. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but I get talked off the ledge. <laughs> I can't stand you. Um, <laughs> no. I'm That's saying point, I get talked yeah. off the ledge. The li- if, if a man is, if your, if your husband, if your partner is leading your household, he should be able to reel it back in. And I get like, you know, I know that, you know, part of her shtick is being extremely loud and, you know, having a very vibrant personality and being very assertive. But, um, you know, if your man is properly leading your home, like like I said, when it comes to messing with the finances, uh, you know, you can go out and do your work and make money and, you know, uh, do this thing for entertainment and, and you get all the likes you want to. But when it comes down to impacting our bank account, nah, sis, you, you, you got to humble yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, I'm wondering what happened in that regard, because men generally are usually gonna be level head but it sounds like she was like f you f her the attorney she had was very shitty um when i say she left that woman a scathing review she left her a very scathing review why did she make a post saying thanking them and saying her husband and her attorneys did the best they could to then to go on and leave her a nasty girl i don't know tasha sound like she tired child she probably tired because listen that'll That'll send somebody into depression or something. Like, that's a lot. That is something big to contend with. You know what I mean? But For a million dollars. Yeah. Because but you she has to a following, so she got to... But I, I assure you that going forward, she absolutely needs to vet her sources. She absolutely needs to make sure that she is keeping her nose clean because baby you know that's yeah that's, and then when you're a, reputa- a reputable blog and you're reporting on the gossip and this that and mm-hmm. the third um you should have a lot of credibility because people mm-hmm. actually buy into what you say yeah. and so then um when it comes down but you know people will make up shit about you any and every way that they can to destroy you when mm-hmm. you're in the limelight and you're in that business so mm-hmm. i'm curious as to who was on tasha's uh you know what? I done came up with a new theory. What? I done came up with a new theory. It What's just made me think about something. Mm-hmm. So she may have been paid to push that story. She may have been paid to push that. If she was, she wasn't paid four million. You will never <laughs> to know. Push it. I, I, know. I, I highly doubt that she was paid four million dollars. I'm kind of sitting here. I'm, what no, the, I'm, the, what I'm, the I'm liability really... would be on the other side of that. I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it for her to be wrong and loud as wrong as she was it had to be something on the other side because she knew she was wrong Either it was something it on the other side be. or she's just that prideful that she was like because the way she was coming at Cardi like she was coming at her like she had personal beef with this shit you know like what the though, thing she was but... saying about her I'm like god dang listen then i'm sitting here thinking about the argument that she had with the lead um how she went at lead attorney and he was you know what they say about black women that we wrong or strong like that we loud and that can't be corrected Mm -hmm. she went at lead attorney like listen like he was the worst man on the face of the earth Mm-hmm. And he was reporting on a story. You know, he had a couple. He had a, a quite quite a few people in his chat. Mm-hmm. But she went at lead attorney like, like she'll fight him in the street. Like she'll take do the boosie. You know, she gonna have a boosie fade and some Vaseline. Girl, I don't know. Switchblade. I don't know. 
And they talking about somebody that started a GoFundMe in her name? Lord have mercy. Yeah, they did. They Mm -hmm. did. Um, But that would be very interesting. That would Mm -hmm. be very, I don't know. It just kind of made me think. Because I, like, you know, people will pay bloggers to come at certain celebrities. Um, I don't think it was for a million worth myself, but I don't know. That, that's my new theory now. Somebody paid Tasha off to do that. Somebody you know, paid you, Tasha you be to be into that. those conspiracies. Listen, you're a conspiracy is, theorist. I'd be right. I'd be so right. <laughs> Look, mm. Lord have mercy. I can show you, you stuff go. from like 20 years. It's not 10 for a Tuesday, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Baby, it could be 10 for a Wednesday then. Shit. <laughs> I am okay. not doing this with you. Now, um, what 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 other tea? Because I know it's a couple other things going on too. Girl, Jeannie Ma finally mm-hmm. came back and identified the baby as a little girl. She did. People were saying that Jeannie ass had said that the baby was gonna be gender fluid, and the baby was gonna her and Jeezy baby was gonna be able to come out and choose the the baby was gonna be able to come out and say that's not really a penis, that's a vagina, and mm-hmm. or it is what it is and so then she announced on the reel that it was a baby girl but i heard earlier according to reports that the baby was actually reported to be a boy initially um but i've seen other strange cases like that where somebody announced the gender of a baby and the baby actually turned out to be something else mm-hmm. i have definitely seen weird shit like that in holly mm-hmm. weird um which I found to be interesting. You know, congratulations on them to their new bundle of joy. But it made me really look at Jeezy in another light, child. I was like, I Jeezy. really just think that that was rumor and speculation, to be completely honest. Because when I heard the story, I went and like, even if you go to Jeannie Mai's channel, like she had um, a video up where she was saying like they didn't know the gender and she was saying a lot of um like you know we're keeping everything neutral i think that somebody took her comments out of context because it was they said a source a source said that they were their baby was going to be gender neutral um i really think that that was just kind of like the rumor mill and somebody necessarily taking their because they they didn't they didn't look they didn't find out what the baby was until the baby was born and if yeah. she had a video up on her own personal YouTube channel showing the nursery and talking about why, you know, everything I bought is green and da 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 da. And yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm Whatever. freaking done with Platt, yo. I, listen, leave it to Platt, boy. Leave it to Platt. You could read that one concrete. Platt said, <laughs> um, crazy talk. Um, I agree, Platt. I, I, I do agree <laughs> with you. Um, what's well, good, Leo? Um, yes. what else? The other tea, I know you sent me a copy or a link to an article, um, that was in L Magazine. Baby, the manosphere then went main motherfucking stream, <laughs> y'all. We done made yeah. it to L Magazine, baby. Indeed, um, indeed, made it to L Magazine. I don't know if it's a positive thing for the manosphere. But um, there was a young lady who wrote an article and she was writing about her analysis of the manosphere based on her, quote unquote, time spent in the space, um, I guess, doing, quote unquote, research, where Mm. she talked about her analysis was essentially that the men in the manosphere are um, 
basically men that are in pain that have suffered um you know pain as a result of being rejected and not being select men not being high value men and as a mm. result they want to take it out on women that yep. like majority she calls of all them... some nick sales that's what she said <laughs> nick sales and she did that's a new word <laughs> Yeah, she didn't say insta. She said Nick sales. That's what they. That's what she said. She said uh, there's a lot of complaints about you know the men not getting the women that they want and feeling like you know all women are only going after this select group of men and that's a group that they don't fit into mm. and um you know they're mad because they don't hold you know these high ranking positions in society and in the eyes of women and as a result their content is based around you know slandering women talking about how you know uh, awful women are what um, were your thoughts on the article let's let's start there. it wasn't really the article that bothered me because people mm -hmm. have talked about the mental sphere before um this is not the first time that the mental sphere has been in a position to where they've been talked about but what i found interesting what I found interesting is the people that was mentioned in this article and the people mm -hmm. that weren't mentioned in the article. Imagine you building the whole fucking manosphere and these niggas mentioned Dr. Thunder. And no, it's no slight to Dr. Thunder. Right, right. But Dr. Thunder is um, fairly new to the space. Um, mm -hmm. or a Mr. Palmer, and this is no slight to these gentlemen whatsoever in any shape, shape, form or fashion, but imagine going years and years and you getting channel after channel taken down for a bitch to sit over here and not even mention a goddamn angry man. The I was nerve. like, you got to be a raggedy bitch. And Nicole, you was but a raggedy me, bitch for that. That, that was wrong. Meant that she did not spend enough time in the space like, nah, she, she that, spent enough time if she made it over to goddamn dr thunder and she made I feel it like over, she, clearly she maybe he said something interesting in someone's chat that she wanted to and or she looked up uh you know in the algorithm certain topics and he came up i felt like from my reading of what she had to say some of what she had to say i was like eh, okay so that's got a point but majority like my overall analysis of what she had to say was she 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 is making a um snap judgment um of of the space she want but this is the thing you can go to other offshoots of channels that um because she said that every every channel had one thing in common and that their their disdain for black women and it was like, okay, you can go to quite a few channels that will have balanced conversations um, that men will actually talk to women, but you're not going to sit over here and act like um, these men or don't have any, like their arguments don't have any validity to it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought yeah. that was interesting because it seems yeah. like the same old bullshit that they're constantly trying to push it up with yeah. a feminist agenda. And I thought that was interesting. Absolutely. I, yeah. I smelled feminists right away. And you're yeah. right. She gave zero credence to any of the points that are, you know, the talking points that are used in this space. And I just felt like she was pretty dismissive. I think that Leo hit the nail on the head. That's what I was trying to explain explain or express that yeah. I don't feel like she explored the space enough. I feel like um, if she made it through to those channels and if you happen to uh, Google the black man on sphere or something like that, I think you would find channels. 
if you did any of your history before she mentioned Aaron Fountain didn't mention O'Shea mm -hmm. if she looked through any of Aaron Fountain's um channels if she really um did her due diligence for the article then you're going to find out its origins you're gonna see what's what it was to me it was almost like she went and grabbed some random ass people yeah. and was like oh but yeah I just mentioned them in an article I, I really don't that's why I felt like she didn't do her due diligence and I'm sorry like I said I felt like she had some points but that's why I kind of was able to dismiss the article as a whole because if you wrote an article and you did your research and you uh and it was evident um I would probably have um give gave more credence to what she was saying and or you know at least allowed myself to uh, process fully process what she was saying and try to be as objective as possible regarding the information that she put out there like uh, but that aside some of the stuff that she pinpointed in her article I was like mm, I could see that <laughs> you know um yeah yeah um I, I wasn't feeling that though but shout out to andrew yeah. wilkins he says heard that big d energy song in a gas station shaking my wow. head wow. what gas station was you at andrew? in the hood where you in was at hood. andrew where you was at the projects where you was at andrew <laughs> mm. you know, i don't hear that the shit hood. in the suburbs andrew where uh, you was i'm at? trying to tell you <laughs> where you was at andrew i ain't never heard that in a quick trip by my house i'm just saying where you was at andrew <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm watching your ass. A shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, ain't nothing wrong with men on YouTube being honest about women. Like Myron told Brittany, none of these chicks are more special than oh. the other. Mm. Mm. Ain't none of y'all special. They always want to say that, but be the first one to pay for some. Never mind, child. Listen. Never they, mind, I, child. The thing is, Myron, nor many of the men in the comments, would um would would pass up being with Britney. They 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 talking that she ain't special because they're trying to take her down a few pegs and they wanna, you know, break her down and, and break down her confidence. But given the opportunity, they would jump at the chance. I mean, if they weren't special, they wouldn't be paying for it though. I'm look, just saying that's like a good point too. Look, look, look. Oh, the mm -hmm. active activist. Shout out to you. He says we just listened to a black woman say making less than a hundred K makes you a dusty. Which bitch was this? Who was that? You know, like, black women coming say from? crazy stuff all the time. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> you like, know? What are they what are they doing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not surprised. Um yeah, she watched in her um the video interview with Obsidian. It was clear she was pointing out a false narrative in many aspects. Um, that's gonna be the name of the game. The more the manosphere goes um mainstream, you can um yeah, you can expect for people to show their natural asses um when it comes down to the mainstream excuse me when it comes down to the mental sphere going mainstream so um yeah it's gonna be uh very 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 interesting oh atari they saying you said that atari why you say that girl uh, maybe listen um atari then you ain't had well no... she's there so if she now, wants atari. to expound on her point she may she like that's how i feel <laughs> like <laughs> What you mean? They better call the Tari a bitch before I knew it. <laughs> Sorry, Tari. <laughs> Tari said it did. <laughs> Atari always 
be going back and forth with them though. Like she be I'm sorry, don't she care. Be getting them. She be getting them. So really and truly, now that I know who said it, I mean, but at the same time, you know, sometimes they be asking for it because I see them coming for her. So, you know, she was Listen, probably saying that in defense of herself. You know, like, uh, middle spirit, one thing they gonna do is come for your ass. Listen, if you ain't and no will, point and like, will every and night, now, every the day. whole thing the whole thing is you know they be wanting to say that the space is against women no nah, the space is against anybody who does not echo the same sentiments that they are echoing and they are in step with those sentiments and i think that's a very interesting point too but yeah girl that's interesting mm -hmm. mm. I agree. so concrete you ready to get off into this q a um let's get off into it so um let me let me preface it let me preface oh, go it ahead. go ahead if you have a question that you want to ask me and concrete, you must super chat it and we'll put it up on the screen and we'll answer and we it. We will answer it. So yeah, super that's, chat your questions. We'll answer it. Gonna, kind of, maybe, you know, cause concrete <laughs> gonna cut y'all ass out. No, you know, know, I'm in a good mood. No, nah, um, I'm chilling. So I'm gonna have to play the bad cop today. You Fuck always it, the bad it. cop. Well, no, what? last show I was definitely <laughs> last show y'all made you. me act. Y'all listen. Not you. Y'all made me act the fool. Danny set me up for the okie doke to look oh. like the bad person. And yeah, she wasn't a bad cop last show. I was, but oh, okay. Given the circumstances, if I had to do it all over again. I would do it the exact same way. So <laughs> you ain't yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I was a bad cop. Um, no, E. Capone, these are questions that y'all want to know about us, not about the topic. Um, specifically questions that you guys have in reference to myself and or or or, or Danny. Yes. Um, while we wait for them to do that, it was something else that okay. I wanted to. Oh, did you see Kelly Price cursing out Jocelyn uh, Savage's mother? I heard about it, but mm -hmm. being that I don't know who Jocelyn Savage is, it probably didn't make a whole lot of, it wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense to me. Like I've heard Jocelyn Savage's mm -hmm. name, still don't know who that is. Who is that? It's the one who, her parents are the ones who put everything in motion relating to um, R. Kelly, like her oh, parents, yeah, they yeah, was yeah. making the videos, rapping and stuff. Oh. And so um, she had said, and I think in a live or something where that um, she was talking about the industry and how the industry always swallows up young girls and it's not a safe place for young girls, period. Like the industry preys on young, vulnerable women. And she also was talking about how sometimes the parents put the, their children in positions yeah. to be preyed upon because mm -hmm. they want to get rich or want, you know, their children to be oh, successful. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the now mama That brings it together. Yeah, what the mama say, girl? I didn't see the mother's comments, but she said the mother threatened her. And wow. she was like, don't come for me. I ain't the one. So I was like, ooh, we. And I wanted to know your thoughts uh, on mainly what Kelly Price had to say about the industry and about parents being willing to sell their kids up the river. I think that um, with with Kelly Price and Kelly Price being directly involved in the industry, saying that she's been on tour um she's she's been around yeah she's been around for a while and kelly mm -hmm. has had a long-standing career mm -hmm. so 
Um, I thought Kelly was absolutely right. I thought Kelly was um, 100% honest, but you know what, what kind of made me think to a certain degree was just like, people will follow their dreams and see so much shit along the way that they don't really put a stop to. Um, but you know, it's like, what can you do? And it's not like you're going to be able to protect yourself from any and everything, but you know, you just go through the industry and you do what you have to. But the fact that, um, she acknowledged that mothers actually come to these shows and they got, they dressed in the twin outfits and, mm -hmm. um, bringing the daughters backstage to meet up mm -hmm. with these stars and this, that, and the third. I, uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. That was interesting as hell. I think that, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I think she was right. I don't see anything wrong with what she said. And if Jocelyn Savage's mom took offense, um, maybe Jocelyn Savage's mom should have took better hold and um, had better mm. care for her child. Mm. The but, same people who actually signed over their rights to their daughter and signed a you know a guardian permission slip for R. Kelly to uh, you know be able to um, travel with their daughter and all type of stuff. So. I think that she had a good point. And I do believe in the um, saying that a hit dog will holler. I think that the parents were upset because she, you know, um, her point, which she wasn't specifically talking about them. She, like she said, she wasn't even around when things happened with their daughter. Don't even right. know their daughter. And she also and sh uh, made sure to preface her commentary with, I'm not protecting him. I think that he's where he needs to be, you know, yada, yada, yada. So it wasn't in defense of Kells. Um, you know, she was just giving her opinion. And I felt like I agree with what she was saying. So, yeah. you know, shout out to B. He says, if men under 100K are dusty, then women who ain't at least a seven on the one to 10 beauty scale aren't attractive, worthy, which means Atari don't oh, qualify. <laughs> Be always coming, child. I Ooh. am telling you, you can look. It's like, I, you don't have to even send for him. He coming. He, he coming. Listen, um, look, at, look at him. Look at him. Shout oh, out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Sis G, why on every pick you looking mean like you just mm. took a mug shot after robbing a bank? Let me tell you something, Andrew. When I did rob a bank, I ain't get caught. So when I be looking mean, I be looking mean so you niggas don't test me. But y'all test me anyway. So it Every don't really time. matter. I be trying to look mean. I be like, err. And people be like, oh, she's just so cute and cuddly. And then they try me and then I have to stab y'all. And then, yeah, that's it. But I'm really sweet. Like, I'm so sweet. I'm so nice. I'm so kind. I'm so giving. I'm so loyal. I'm so much fun. And yeah, that's it. Okay. Shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, do you prefer Manosphere 2.0 or 3.0? I'm going to say 3.0 is way more female friendly and mainstream than the previous versions. Um, concrete, you can start us off. Um, I would say Manosphere 2.0. I feel like there was much more cohesiveness in Manosphere 2.0. Um, at the beginning of Manosphere 2.0, there was also um, a lot more collaboration. Um, I enjoyed going to like, I would even listen to Angry Man's channel. Like I would listen from the clouds because baby, I am not stepping foot in that <laughs> chat. Um, and until he would like get a little too irate for me, then I'd be like, okay, time to shut this down. 
But um, I like, and I'm talking about like, I would listen to some of everybody's content. I enjoyed everybody's content. It was always like fun and interesting. It wasn't like all unified, but it was more cohesiveness. And it was almost a little more close knit and people were seemed to be like more protective of the space. I don't like this whole, you know, I feel like, okay, not that I don't like, but I think that this whole like kumbaya come one come all, you know, being more female friendly is, you know, inviting more femininity coaches and women that specialize in femininity and all of those things. And I think that we will see more women that are not being their authentic selves. And those of us who are here to stay <laughs> will probably um, get blowback from that. And they'll be like this. Oh, I told you these women, they ain't, you know, type of thing. So that's just my opinion. Um, I would say that I am actually going to go with 3.0 and I'll tell you why. Um, I feel like we, we've been able to come in and kind of wreck shop with, um, 3.0. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it now, easy. <laughs> listen, with 2.0, I feel like uh, 2.0 did have the most original content. 1.0, 2.0 had the mo most original content. Um, but 3.0 was actually gave us room to be able to come into the space and actually create content um, and to actually provide another source of income for us. So I'm definitely going to say um, 3.0 for me, but um, 2.0 I feel like they they were more original. They did have a more original thought process. To me, they seem to have had a little bit more oomph. Um, I think 1.0 was ridiculously, ridiculously savage. Um, I think them 1.0 niggas came out of caves and lost their shit. 1.0 scared me just a smidge, just a smidge. They scared me just a little bit. 1.0 did. Um, and child, I you know, I'd have been over to Black Avenger and oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you must have been lurking because baby you better yeah they don't even allow nowhere. women over there but mm -mm. you know um Look. like how y'all gonna stop me anyway listen um i i think like some of the content creators from 1.0 like i i've only come across a few content creators in this space that i was like oh i didn't even want to dialogue with because of their um personas um yeah but some of it i knew that it, like i realized later on that it was a front like one person was keith lamont i just thought that he was a jerk like i didn't want to die like girl keith I lamont he a, crazy as a box he is and once i got to talking to him i was like oh okay but it was this guy it used to be this guy in the space and i don't even know if he's still here his name was nutso Child. I remember Nutso. Nutso was Nutso a freaking... was Nutso. <laughs> Nutso was a, a, a crazy he person. Was disrespectful. And every woman was a bee, a dirty, disgusting truck. <laughs> listen, you strag bitch. And you listen, be sitting there like I'm I just said, about hey. literally. And he used to get so frustrated. Like we would go, uh, like if I, we go on Obsidian's panel, he'd be like, why you letting these bees up here and these strags, they ain't up here doing nothing but causing trouble. And I mean, he was going He was in, right, like, but still. <laughs> It was fools like that that I was like, I ain't even gonna engage with these fools. But um no. Yeah, uh he was he was nuts for real. Nuts I yeah, was crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I still think though I'm gonna tell you who I think it is in the back, but I, I gotta Ooh, feel yeah, like I know put, who put it me is. On but, because I wonder. Mm. Because I ain't seen him around in years. Um yeah. 
but also shout out to kd thank you kd for the support for the cash app we appreciate you brother thank you thank, thank you. you kd um he says let's not forget y'all let psycho <laughs> candy get scammed out of 7k because y'all wanted to spare his How feelings out of 7k Look, the, everybody always said that you was hugging on him. You had put psycho <laughs> candy between your perky bosom. Listen, and... I know. I, listen, I heard all the comments. I know they said we babied him. We was no, they said you babied him. him. No, they said we... <laughs> that we was protecting him. First of all, psycho candy was a kid. And then, too, you know, he ain't the type that's... Like we couldn't send him out to the wolves. Like and you that's know how like... y'all act. The crazy thing is, we got so much flack. But I be sitting over here like y'all know how y'all act when somebody come on a panel and y'all don't like y'all crazy as hell. I'm going to tell you though, I laughed so hard on that Psycho Candy. Um, like when we did the interview with Psycho Candy, because baby, when he turned his camera on and these fools in the chat, like they just real ignorant. I'm go so I don't think that I, I don't think that you know we babied Psycho Candy, but but we do that with like any guest that we have on especially one that well psycho is familiar with the space but we ensure that we are protective of any guests that we have on the panel i do think that i was a little concerned about him getting eaten alive by y'all because i knew that he was going to be saying some things that were not favorable but um you know he he's been in this space since a little cub like he was raised he was raised by wild animals in this space so you know yeah. Well, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he, e Capone said, "Who a better cook, Sister Georgia Concrete?" Me. Don't ask Shit. no stupid questions. Listen, don't <laughs> ask no stupid questions. You know, Danny ain't Me? making nothing but a, a cheese Me? sandwich and a tomato soup. Baby, baby you know who concrete be cooking shit from the can, calling it homemade, baby. You know she. Don't, she, don't she listen to her. Listen. You see, you heard the can uh, story, baby. right? I'm gonna tell you. Girl, yeah, the can is for the sock, baby. Not girl, the can is for them damn pork and beans. Don't know you better go cook them damn pork and bushes, the baby. She don't know we her know. way around. It. She may be from the sip, but she don't know her way around the kitchen, honey. Mm -mm. She gonna wash her in the kitchen, boo. Baby, we ain't had no hot. We ain't had no water. I was born Listen. in the kitchen, boo. I had to learn how to cook. Listen, um, concrete don't do nothing but make hamburger healthy and shit all day. Listen, I don't even look at you. Make rice so. Why are you hating on rice though? Girl, I ain't had no rice since I was three. Like, you tripping. We'll make rice Lord, Girl, I will make a rice oh, though. I ain't gonna see, lie. Look, I'm telling you, that's what they have for dinner tonight. Shit, it makes a great meal. Child, oh, listen. Oh, no, that's hamburger helper, child. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, me, shit. Mm, don't ask lie. me. Don't ask that. Don't, don't she do that. She a lie. <laughs> and shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, and Rose, do you cook the fried chicken or the apple pies for the church? LOL, great show tonight. Uh, see, Rose, you know what? what you be cooking for the church, child? I don't make fried chicken. Like, I'm not. That's how you know her ass can't cook. <laughs> That's how you know. I don't Who the hell fried don't fry chicken? chicken? Like, I, I just don't. Like, that's like maybe once or twice a year, um, if that. But I'm not really a fried chicken person. I, 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 I'll eat it. Um, not all the time, but I don't make fried chicken and I don't Child, make fried pie, apple can't. pies, but I'll make that cobbler, that peach cobbler. Mm. We, we have to that, see it you? to believe it. You don't it. know nothing about that, do you? Why Baby, you go and get your go and get your little store bought pie crust and then come <laughs> holler at me. Let me know. Let me know, child. We have to see it to believe it, child. Anybody? Oh, I could cook this. Oh, I could cook. No. Girl, sound. I used to tell niggas that when I was young too. Like, come on. <laughs> Listen, I 
done. I'm old. The proof is in the pudding. I got a man downstairs that can attest to my cooking skills. Shout out to Eugene Steele. <laughs> he says, I've learned a lot from and resonate with black women content creators. And I watch very few black men content creators so far. <laughs> Which content creator of each gender do you resonate with the most? Oh, that's Ooh, a good question. That's a really good question. I like that. Let me think about content creators. I gotta think about that too. We, we. Um. Um. I feel like that's this is like hard. a Jeopardy question and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like I was really like, damn, that's Ooh, a good one. It is like a real good question. Uh, I don't know. If, I got to think about who I resonate with the most. I can tell you whose content I enjoy the most. Okay, um, whose content do you give me? Your top three favorite YouTubers. Oh, top three favorite YouTubers in the manosphere. Mm -hmm. Oh, because my favorite YouTube. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, in the manosphere, I would say. Fantastic. And this is in okay. no particular order. I, mm -hmm. I, I like Fantastic's content. Um, he's interesting. He gives like knowledgeable content and he's just entertaining too, all at the same time. Um, when I used to listen to his content, I haven't in a very long time because he'd be acting funny style. It was Obsidian was definitely in the top three. Like I found Obsidian was hilarious to me. Like, just, yes. oh my gosh. Like he's so quick with it um i always enjoyed obsidian and i'm going i, I don't listen to too many people in the man here so i'll leave him in there and then the other one i would have to say um let's see i'm gonna go with bgs mm, that's a pretty good list mm -hmm. what about female content creators I don't really listen to many female content creators in the manosphere. Dang, like, do I listen to any? Hmm. Mm, probably not. <laughs> Last female content creator that I listened to, and I don't even know if she was even really considered manosphere, would have been like JV. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. What about let you? Let me see. Um. Hmm. I would have to say that I'm still a big BGS fan, though I don't listen to his stuff like, um, like I don't listen to it every day, but mm -hmm. there were things that I would listen to that I would be able to relate to. Mm -hmm. um, he has a very good voice. You know, for yeah, content. he does. Very soothing voice. Yeah, his voice is very soothing. So, mm -hmm. like, if I left him playing in the background or something while I was doing something, <laughs> I know, not... especially when he had that little music. Um, when he does, yeah, the short like he rants. ain't gonna oh. come out and and call you a crazy bitch, and you you be sitting there like, yeah. oh, <laughs> you know, um, it's some some content. There's a certain content creator that woke me up out of my sleep, child. I was scared as shit. Shout out <laughs> to Angry Man. Not the boogeyman was over your bed. Listen, shout out <laughs> to Angry Man. Um. <laughs> Baby, when I'm cussing and yelling and shit, you be like, the hell you, baby. Um, he had me with PTSD. I couldn't know. I wouldn't be able. Mm -mm. I would say, um, Ren, uh, formerly known as the Renaissance Woman, um, was my favorite female content creator, yeah. and she was the most that I could like. One of the ones that I really resonated with the most. Mm -hmm. Um. 
because she really had a really, really um, a fun morning show. She was uh, pre-Bernard. And um, I used to really, really enjoy her content. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Just kind of spark it up and let us go. (laughs) She'd be at work. Like y'all take over. Yeah, but I used Mm -hmm. to love like when she actually put together content. I used to really enjoy her content. Like I would be the first one there. Um, Mm -hmm. My other guy, and he's no longer uh, in the manosphere anymore. I don't know where he's at. No, it's two. Don't you say real. Yes, Ramil was, um, y'all can say what y'all want to about about Ramil. I will sit here and cuss Ramil ass out to this day. But Mm -hmm. when Ramil actually did content, I actually really enjoyed um, going over um, to Ramil's. Ramil used to have a hell of a show. I I enjoyed Ramil's. Yeah, I I think I enjoyed Ramil's um, pretty, pretty good. Also, my third is Tyson. Okay, Baby, okay. Ty City probably the only nigga that I pay to talk about me. Like, <laughs> That's a very diverse um pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Ty City has me usually has me dying laughing because and I, I actually think he had a lane for reviewing Manosphere content and talking shit about the Manosphere. To Ty City. Baby. Ty City then took down all his content. Like I'm oh, actually wow. tempted to join his Patreon, but I don't really like Ty City. Ty City get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I would say that um, those would be like the three. I would say out of the metal yeah. sphere that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like if they went live, I, really I would usually Kendra go listen content. to them. Huh? There was a point in time when I really liked Kendra content. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I first started um, listening to her too. Kendra, to me, um, out of all the female uh, content creators, all the female content creators within the space, Mm -hmm. um, I do think that Kendra had probably some some of the most um, dynamic um, content. Most some of it, and you know, some people will debate and say, "Well, she had, you know, she was basically repeating talking points." Um, she was very informative and i think that she kind of spoke like she may be having like using some of the same talking points as a topic but she would come at them from different perspectives sometimes and uh, i'd like the way that she break think breaks things down i don't danica ain't considered manos so i ain't even gonna say her i do like danica's content but we like her you know yeah Um, she's she's cool people Mm. yeah Uh uh-oh here come b What do you say? What bothers concrete most about Jessica X? A, that she doesn't identify as black. B, that she's not raised in the U.S. C, that she thinks she knows more than you at 25. D, that she marked her territory and taken Danny from a black woman like her white mama taught her. <laughs> oh, B, B. Come somebody take B wrench if you got one. Baby, like, I'm right, taking like, B wrench right motherfucking B, what man. Was that? B, like you met, like you take the cake. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I, I did have another content creator that I love to watch, but go I can't ahead, watch her. Answer the question. Okay, I'm sorry. No, go but ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no. It was Virtuous Woman TV, but I can't watch too much of our content because then it would be like we'll have a, some of the same thought processes. And I'd be like, oh. damn, I don't want to. So, um,. I can't watch her content because we have a, a lot of uh, similar thought processes. So, so why is that that you 
it, it because it, it's like some some th- thought processes we have, and then there's some some things that, um, it's not like I'm trying to take her thought process, but right. she has some really interesting thought processes about um relationships and stuff. So she's one of my favorites, though. But she seems ahead. pretty interesting. She a little there uh, aggressive, but she seems pretty interesting from from what I can tell. So. Yeah. Um. B. Um none of those things bother me as it relates to Jessica, if you're attributing them all to her. Um, if I had to pick anything, I would say C, like, and not that she thinks she knows more than me. Um, you know, I, I no, C, if anything, I guess. But um, most of what okay. you said is moot or moot. Baby, okay. he gave I'm you a mo- multiple choice answers and he you did. chose one. Look at you. All right, I chose one. All right. Okay. See. All okay. right. Go ahead, Concrete. Um, Andy says, Do y'all think Sergeant Willie Pete was too hard on women years ago? Um, I don't know a whole lot about Sergeant Willie Pete. I ain't even gonna lie. Um, I know I know who he uh, I, you know, I've heard him referenced in this space, so I have an understanding of who he is, but that's about it yeah i think that um sergeant willie pete was ridiculously hard on women but Mm -hmm. um at the same token we we see what um we see what feminism has done to our community we see what the Mm -hmm. breakdown of the black family has done to our community and we do have to accept some responsibility for it um you know we don't like to be talked about bad but men were talked about bad too and you know we we all have to go through it so um Mm -hmm. i think there was a purpose um it ushered us into a certain it ushered us to a point to where we're actually having conversations to to where we have to acknowledge like what's going on so i i think that's a um a good point and I do want to say really quick, like uh, this is there's no jealousy of Jessica. Like, the, the, come on now, stop stop it with the games. Like, this isn't about um, like anyone being jealous of Jessica. A question was asked, I answered it. It definitely doesn't have anything. My answer wasn't rooted in jealousy. I'll just say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, with uh, Sergeant Willie Pete. Um, certain things have been ushered for us to have a more meaningful conversation. So, um, I'm a type of person, I am a glutton for punishment. So, um, you know, I, I don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes I'm able to kind of bypass y'all, you know, y'all didn't beat me up enough that I didn't mm-hmm. got used to it. The belt don't hurt no more. Now what? That part? Mm. Mm. That you part? Know. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna do now? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> shout out to gabe a in the building what's up gabe a hey that's what's going on thank you for the what's good chat. thank you gabe appreciate yes. you yes oh um, you shout- didn't name bernard on your top list who <laughs> go ahead so who do you think would represent the black manosphere well if they went mainstream i think bernard Man of Tomorrow, I think. Is that no, NTR? Um, media tutor- mediocre tutorials and oh, reviews. Oh, I don't know who he is. And who's yeah. TLA? He's a light-skinned dude. And he's he's the guy that had the uh, testi- testicular um, Oh, cancer. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry to um, kind of mention him like that, but y'all, no, I want her but to be familiar with trigger, who it was. Yeah, yeah. that triggered my memory. Uh, wait, who did you say is TLA? 
uh, the lead attorney. Oh, the, the okay. Yeah, I, I'm not good with acronyms. So our pretty good representatives. Um, if uh, if uh, there were anybody, if I got to choose who should represent the Black Manosphere, I would absolutely say Obsidian. Um, yeah, I don't think Bernard. Um, Bernard is boring. Um, in addition to that, I just don't think that he would be the best representation. Um, so I would say Obsidian, O'Shea, absolutely O'Shea. And maybe, maybe, I don't know. Let me think about the, my third person. Uh, I got a couple people in mind. So let me, let me finalize my third person. Go ahead, Danny. Um, I don't, the <clears throat> Bernard's platform, um, I think he's trying to do a bit more mainstream stuff with his platform like he has a very nice studio um set up um he puts on oversized suits and shit every day um, <laughs> he got that he's trying to be like obsidian little, little protege you mean like little kevin <laughs> whatever go ahead but um with bernard i think he's trying to go more mainstream but i think it kind of takes away his the essence of um his channel because, you know, his channel would be like Fridays in on Bernard's channel used to be lit. Um, when Obsidian was coming through on a regular, it used to be really lit. It used to be a lot of fun. I think when people was getting into beefs and everything, then he would, um, you know, he he's a nervous type of a nervous nigga. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, I ain't gonna call him man a nigga. He was a nervous <laughs> dude. <laughs> No, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm being very objective. Like I'm, I'm being very, very objective. Now, when he tried to do, like when he's trying to do the mainstream thing, I think it kind of takes away from the bit of essence that was so much fun about his show. Um, because it's like he put dressed up and put on a suit and changed the studio up, but the content for me and my personal opinion has kind of dipped um but you know it the same could be said about any and everybody but i just was like you got a new whole goddamn studio set up to have the most boring show on fucking don't do that but whatever um yeah um mcr i think he's pretty marketable but he's let me say this I don't mean any harm whatsoever. There's, there's not a personal, there's nothing personal about any of this. Like, um, there's nothing personal. I'm being very objective in what I say in in these things. Okay. I'm being very objective. Don't mm -hmm. get me. Okay. Well, MTR, I think MTR is very marketable, but he's not very memorable. And so like MTR cool though. Like I've watched some of his videos, but there's nothing that's been like, oh shit, MTR said that. BGS, on the other hand, like I could listen to BGS say some shit. BGS has had some real live original thought and will actually put some shit on your brain. I haven't mm -hmm. seen yeah, that um, with um, MTR. I haven't seen that with Bernard either. And if I keep it a buck, I haven't seen it with TLA, but TLA is hella marketable. Um, TLA is actually um, an, an attorney. And being that he's an attorney and he's um, current with the things that's going on on social media and the topics, 
Um, I think TLA would be probably the most marketable um, representative out of all three of those guys, in my personal opinion. Um, I think BGS would be a good radio um, for the Manosphere, um, Leo. So that's a good point. But out of all three of these guys, I think TLA would be the closest that I could. I can see TLA being on Good Morning America. I can see TLA um, being featured on somebody's news or something. And and, and that's just what it is. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I see that. That was a good question. Yeah, that was a good question. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. I'm not going to do this with y'all. He oh, says, gosh. half breeds aren't black roles. When mixed mm. chicks get the Nina Simone role, <laughs> black women understand it in those cases. Um, um, I consider you you black if you are mixed. Until you tell me otherwise. She says she's not black, so she ain't black. Yeah, I consider um, mixed people mixed until they say they're not mixed. Um, I, I consider yeah, I've never mixed people mixed. That, under that rule of thought, I mean, society will see you as black, and I know that you know we have been kind of taught or conditioned under the one drop rule, or if you're you know your phenotype looks as if you're a black person, then we've generally we meaning Americans have considered you black, and I mean that's kind of how I still operate until you tell me you'd like to be referred to as something else. So, okay. Well, I have a question for you. What, what's tea, girl? Because I expected uh -oh. them to be a little bit more messy, but thank you. Me too, so, and I got some for you. But go ahead. What's the What's the worst part about doing this show with me, doing this podcast with me? Huh? You heard me. <laughs> if you hung, you can hear. Um, I know I hung, but I can't hear. <laughs> well, let me repeat it for no, you. No, no, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. okay. So, you really want to do this? No, Girl, but um, come on. I would think that um, you have a bit of only child syndrome. Is that's the most difficult part? Um, I mean, I'm kind of used. Well, I'm kind of used to it to a degree because I have a lot of friends that are Capricorns and or Aquariuses. But um, you you're spoiled, you know, you want your way. So that's what I mean by you have a bit of only child syndrome. That's probably, if anything, would be like the most challenging. Um, but like I said, I'm used to it. I know how to operate with people who are like that because literally 75% of my friends are Aquariuses and Capricorns and they kind of have similar tendencies. Okay. So that's probably the most, most, most challenging. But what about you? Same question to you. Mm. <clears throat> I thought we had to come up with our own questions. Well, I got my own question, but no, you asked me. So I want to know. What you want to know? Don't play with me. <laughs> What's the most challenging part about doing this show with me? Um, you pop balloons. You be popping my balloons. Oh my God. Look. Okay, okay. <clears throat> it's your answer. It's your answer. Mm, mine. Listen. So you know how you be like, OMG, look at that waterfall over there. This concrete. I seen that goddamn waterfall yesterday. Oh wow, look at that rainbow. That fucking rainbow going away in about five minutes. She a liar. Like you make me sound like Eeyore, like wah, 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 like like just like really depressing and saddening. Like listen, get something. 
whatever. Listen, concrete will pop the fuck out your balloon. She's such a liar. Like, You'll be excited as shit. Concrete be like, and I'll be, like, I'll be excited when it when it's damn. important. Let something happen exactly. For, when, <laughs> if something happens for you, or you know, like you know, you get a big win, baby, I'm going to celebrate you. Like. For real, real talk. Listen, really, I'll be excited. Like, I don't share Danny's be like, level of la, excitement. La, 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 la. I'm gonna tell you, I don't share Danny's level of excitement because, like, even she'll call me on a hundred about something that's not happy and be like, "Why these mfs doing such and such such?" And I'll be like, "Oh, girl, like, I wouldn't even let sweat that. Like, that's just how I am. Like, that's my personality. Like, I, I guess I don't necessarily get excited um, about." stuff that she gets excited about that's no it. child you don't whatever <laughs> shut up whatever okay shout out to d mac the trucker he says question is for c rose when is the reception to your wedding so i can bring a <laughs> becky with me to the electric shop slide oh, and the cupid shuffle maybe uh we gonna have security at the door and i assure you that neither one of y'all will be able to enter <laughs> listen <Damn. laughs> We yeah, don't have a, a, it's a, pop. it's a all black, black tie affair. All black, all black, <laughs> black tie all affair. All black, all black. She mean that part, black tie affair. Baby, mm -hmm. I'm so done. Shout out to Leo. He says, concrete is too optimistic and a little naive at times. Ooh. And Danielle has her right. Keisha moments. There, I like said it. got us picked. I ain't got you... no damn, ki oh. <laughs> Listen. Okay, I got a question for you though. Mm -hmm. Let me brace um, myself, Chad. I'm sorry, I didn't even have my notes up. Here we go. Um, has your new business venture caused strain on your relationship with C Rose or or your business relationship um, with your partner of the breakdown? I didn't hear your question. You heard my dang on question. Don't make me curse. You a lie, B. You a lie. <sighs> Far from it, B. Let's see. Um, has my new business venture caused any strain between you and I? Um, to be honest, we haven't really gotten the new business venture off the ground. Like we're still in the beginning stages but i don't think it's caused anything because it hasn't really been anything we did our first show on um jessica x's uh channel uh last week but i we haven't like our channel has still been flowing so i think that it's been pretty pretty spiffy myself um i think everything's still been flowing now you know we and you and i had a discussion the other day and you were feeling like um you don't got to tell them all that. Oh, okay. That's an that's okay. add-on. But, um, I got you. but yeah. No, that was a good, good answer. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't feel like um it's caused any anything between us. I think everything has been what it's supposed to be for now, you know? um, Like me and Concrete will have our knockdown, drag-out fights because, you know, she like to play around and shit. No, you but... like to tussle yeah um but me and concrete have our knockdown drag out fights behind the scenes and then we're we're good but um we've had a really really good really really good um visible relationship so and to be completely honest visible. it ain't even like in two years we've had two bad <laughs> um disagreements like two 
bad. Now we've had other things that we did, don't always agree on, but two in over two years, uh, about two and a half years, we've had two real serious disagreements. That's it. That's like that's my, that's mild sauce, baby. Um, very, very. We have a very good working relationship. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, when, when are y'all going Wu-Tang and start consistently doing content on y'all's own channel? Hashtag clue, clue, hashtag hint, hint. Um, I am starting in the very near future because I, now I do have you to develop up a, a consistent, bit. yeah, but mm -hmm. I have to develop a consistent, um, consistency and how often and what I'm going to do because you know it's so much to do but i've been trying to uh garner my watch time hours and um you know get to my thousand subs so i've been yeah. actively working on that part but yeah that was a good question babe what do you think um for me um i literally am uh, a jack of a jill of all trades i have, wear so many hats that i just have to find the time initially it was the editing but i've gotten the editing down um and i have completed a few streams that i'm going to post on my channel initially i just had to work through how to edit them but now that i've mastered that um i just have to kind of you know um go ahead and do it and not make any excuses. But I recently mastered the art of editing my streams. So that is coming in the near future. B, you are messy. He said, it will. You guys have had visible tension for months. <laughs> Break up of the breakdown. Watch continues. Um, B, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there really hasn't been crazy. any tension between us. Um, I, I think that even with the new business venture um it really hasn't um impacted our channel we are still doing our regularly scheduled program um and I, I i truly hope that it doesn't and i don't um anticipate us having any real issues like i said you know two two and a half years we've had two real major disagreements like we're both grown and we are both pretty good about if something ain't sitting right with us kind of being it, bringing it to the other so we can hash it out. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, a shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, I am seeing more married couples doing YouTube shows together and this ongoing rift between black men and black women. What impact would seeing these couples uh, make? Um, to be honest with you, I think that's an excellent question. Um, I think it would do some good. Um, me and Curlin did, I did an interview with Curlin. I did an interview, I interviewed Curlin. And I'm not gonna necessarily say it was like an interview, but it was a really, really good conversation. Mm -hmm. And it got, it gave me a chance to show off um, my wifely side to where I ain't cussing nobody out and they ain't cursing and acting like a sailor but I felt like I got to be more ladylike and I was comfortable and I was able to um talk to my man and it was a really solid conversation like I enjoy like every time Carlin and I have done um podcasts or anything together I thoroughly enjoy them I thoroughly enjoy them um it gives it it adds like an extra layer to as to like why I love him so much. But I I like I loved it so much. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and it kind of has me considering um 
doing something and starting up a project with him because it you know like it was it was some good asmr like honey i'll go back and listen to it and i can go to sleep to that i enjoyed yeah. that it was um it was very intimate it was like you could you know there was a level of intimacy to it like the conversation that was very enjoyable um i enjoyed listening to it it was it was real nice yeah um yeah. it was a sexy look and it wasn't it wasn't overly sexual or anything no. like that but it was just intimate and it was fun it was i love that like i mm -hmm. i really enjoyed doing that with him so um you know yeah. i might try to convince him to do a little something with me <laughs> later on down the line but um i enjoyed that i think um i think we have something i think we have a little something mm -hmm. there i don't know Chad, but i was like hmm okay okay but yeah i enjoyed that i think I, oh go ahead. go ahead no 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 go ahead you finish your thought first i was gonna say um but seeing couples make actual content together, it would be very, very um, good because we don't always, we like what we see in the mental sphere and what's been representative, what's been represented in the mental sphere is the ugly side of relationships and marriage and divorce. All that stuff has been very mm -hmm. ugly, very hard. And I'm not gonna say necessarily hard to listen to, but you don't always want to hear like the fucking doom and gloom. And every time you really come to the mental sphere, you will hear a lot about doom and gloom and not to say that it's not right or, you know, everything that they're saying is wrong, but balance is needed. Yeah. Balance is needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. People. Uh, yeah. I think that couples YouTube is um something that I, I I wouldn't mind seeing more of I I think that would be interesting yeah oh um, um I actually watch quite a few like the content that I watch uh, I watch lifestyle vloggers so I don't watch a ton of shows in the manosphere I do pop in and listen for a little bit and try to show my support but um, I'm very careful as to what I ingest because if I ingest too, like I'm an empath and if I ingest too much negativity, then that kind of wears on my spirit. So I like seeing positive content. Um, I do can say on my show, um, my fiance will be making guest appearances. It won't be like the intimate conversations that Danny and Bro Curlin have had, but um, it will be more so, um, us talking about actual like topics um like you know topics that he can speak on um more so than just like you know us like talking about us it'll be just us dialoguing about certain topics that you know he can speak on that he is more um of an expert in than i am or more proficient at speaking about than i am so okay okay good answer um shout out to andrew wilkin <laughs> he says lol rose is as stubborn as a cat and sis g's like the joker to black men antagonize <laughs> us for no reason um i kind of feel like i'm a, a sister to the space you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna talk shit to y'all i love y'all i ain't gonna let nobody else fuck with y'all too tough but i'm gonna talk right. my shit y'all gonna right. hear it um because i will go into other spaces and defend the talking points some of the, a lot of the talking points i ain't gonna say all of them because all this shit i don't agree with but um in general i feel like i do um i do prop y'all up behind the scenes more so in like when i'm not in y'all face i generally um do um 
defend the talking points and I I I I go toe to toe with a lot of people um in other places and I'll go up on their panels and have a discussion and then you know it's like well but what about these women I was arguing with uh uh some chicks the other day um when Kevin was talking about the dating whoring situation um and I was going at others you know it was it was interesting oh, it was really interesting so Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I've um like I do do yeah, I'll antagonize and it's not for no reason. Um somebody is gonna if y'all are out in the real world, y'all don't generally get to go to other women's channels to have a conversation. When y'all go to women's channels, they be cussing y'all ass out, they kicking y'all out the chat. Divestors don't wanna talk to y'all. Um Cynthia G gonna cuss your ass out and hang up the phone on you. Um, it's certain places where y'all are not going to be able to converse with black women that will have, um, some of the views that's expressed, not will express the, the sentiment of, um, sisterhood, but we are not necessarily in agreement with a lot of the shit that they say. So we can express some of the sentiment and give y'all real life examples in real time of, um, the kind of responses that you'll get from the sisterhood or a lot of the thought processes. And I feel like we strengthen y'all um, because it's not like you haven't had these arguments and have um, lost every argument that y'all have had over here. Um, I think that a lot of arguments that we've had over here, I think the men have won a lot of these arguments. So, you know, I think that, um, Y'all need y'all ass beat every now and y'all y'all do need an ass whooping every now and then. Y'all need to be challenged um, because when you go out in the real world and you're sitting around and you're dating and you're mating and you're having conversations with women, um, a lot of women have the same thought processes that we express over here. A lot of them do. A lot. A lot of them feel some type of way. And so then when you're sitting down and you want to talk to them and, and being able to have a conversation with them um you can use you you've already heard the arguments before so you already know how to come at it because a lot of our arguments have been defeated over here and that's a win-win for everybody so uh, what about you um concrete um I, I just think he's wrong. <laughs> I'm not stubborn at all. Um, I'm actually pretty, I'm actually extremely Ooh. flexible. Um, I, I compromise in this relationship Shit. way more than you do. Like Shit. that's part of my personality. Where are I'm, you getting that from? <laughs> I'm not even going to push back because that's part of my personality. Like I'm amiable. Like that is a character trait that, that has been attached to me as a person by others. So because I'm amiable, I don't like that's conflict. That's not me. I didn't, I didn't attach it to her. Of course not. But I don't like conflict. So typically, if there's a way that I can avoid it, now that I am older, I have gotten a lot more comfortable with asserting myself if it's something that I really want. But more often than not, I'm willing to um, I'm willing to negotiate and be like, OK, well, or if like when I say compromise, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be like, OK, I'll let you get your way. I try to find a way that things can work for both of us. And that just is the nature of who I am. So I don't think that I'm stubborn as a cat. I think you full of it. But anyway, mm. Shout out to Cool and Cool. Crazy. That part. Child, I don't know. She... Absolutely flexible. Like, Sages don't flex. It's my way or the highway. And that's just how they are. And I'm, I'm used to it. 
shout out to Leo. He says, I agree with that. No need for an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give y'all something that happened with us. Um, when we first came on the scene, um, people were telling us that we needed to be like Kendra. We needed to be like mm-hmm. Jessica X. Um, we needed to be like women um, that basically echoed a lot of the manosphere sentiment. Um, and with us, you know, while we want to advocate for men, I don't want to send y'all out here ill prepared. I've yeah, seen y'all in other spaces and, and with these, some of these bullshit talking points and y'all look crazy as hell sometimes. <laughs> and I be thinking that somebody need to tell y'all that y'all look crazy as hell sometimes and that that shit don't fly in the real mm. world. Um, like I said, I feel like I'm a big sister. Like I'm a sister to y'all. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I'm a sister to y'all. I feel like. I'm going to tell y'all the truth as I see it. I will troll the shit out of y'all if it means more strength for y'all. If it means making um, you think about some shit that you didn't think about necessarily before. If it's meant to trigger your ass, that's mm-hmm. what I'm here to do and I'm going to do it. Um, you know, I love being here. I, lo- I love this space. I, I really do. <laughs> I love this space. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Y'all mm-hmm. have took us through the ringo. Child, but we still here. We still here. Um... And we want to wear that part. <laughs> but if we can challenge y'all and be able to cause uh, somebody to talk and to have conversations that y'all haven't had before, and not to mention the content that spawned off of our content, the, the women, you know, um, even more so in that aspect. I'm not going to say that it does something for my ego, but y'all already know it does a little something for my ego as well. But I want to have an influence. I I want it to be influential um, because I would be um, your average run of the mill black woman. I, I, you know, I grew up in a certain system. I've been indoctrinated into feminism, just like mm-hmm. most American black women, especially mm-hmm. American black women. And so, yeah, um, I, I feel like we, we should challenge y'all. Um, and mm-hmm. y'all have to consider most of the time that we challenge y'all, it's not trying not us trying to be disrespectful calling you out your name now i do use the word nigga a lot i ain't gonna stop either i, I wanted to sit over here and be like i'm not gonna use that no i'm lying but be, be true to yourself i am um but it's not like you can come you can't come over here and not have an intelligent conversation or worried about somebody being hella disrespectful to you or whatever because they don't agree with the talking point like a lot of your counterparts mm-hmm. our counterparts do but you know it is what it is oh um, look at this I, look at this I, ratchet I, nigga look at this ratchet nigga look do at you him. think you'd be married by now had you not discovered this male space which a monkey tail i i didn't know who dj Knopf was talking about because i don't think that he was talking about me um i i am my wedding date is looming near i'll just say that um so i i didn't think that he was talking about me and my decision to marry sooner rather than later or have a longer engagement which to be completely honest my engagement hasn't been unnecessarily long most people the average person stays engaged a year and a half to two years while planning and saving for a wedding Um, we have pushed our date back but i haven't had an unnecessarily long engagement but my decision as it relates to when i marry has nothing to do with this space like 
I live a very fulfilled life outside of this space. Like my uh, fiance is not in this space. Our conversations about what we do and when we do it um, is really regarding what's best for us. So, um, yeah. Do I think I'd be married now had I not discovered this male space? Um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. So y'all know I started off on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook, I was sisterhood as hell. And I mean, <laughs> like, uh, y'all would be clutching y'all's pearls at some of the shit that I didn't see it. Um, I really dogged y'all ass out. Like, listen, I dogged y'all ass out. I ain't feel bad about it. I was like, call your mama, call your grandma. You probably should be calling that bitch anyway. That was wrong with you. Like, when I say I used to go in on y'all, I used to go in. But, um, there were a lot of things like I had a lot of um, crazy events happen to me and I'm not going to necessarily call them bad, but I went through a lot at one at one time. Like I went through a lot of shit at one time. I um, got fired from my job. My mother passed away and I lost my sister in the same month and everything was like two weeks apart, like a week, two weeks, a week and a half apart. So that um then i was in a crazy relationship that was very tumultuous um and so i was sort of i had to sort of come to grips with a lot of who i was and then i kind of felt like i was left alone in the world and stuff so i had to do a whole lot of soul searching and i ended up on facebook and i was in a lot of facebook groups that had a lot of guys that had a, a representative thought that that's represented represented here and so then when I got to looking at it, I'm like, you know what? They got a point right there. Damn, they got a point right there. Damn, that makes sense too. Damn, I never thought about it like that. Damn, I did that too. And I ain't never told nobody. Damn, I used to act a fucking fool with my baby daddy. Oh, I used to show my ass. And, you know, some of the shit I did, I probably should be in jail for my damn self because I showed my ass. Um there were a lot of things that kind of made me come to grips with a lot of the things that the manosphere said and that accompanied with my own soul searching my own coming into self um i think that has that really ushered um me into marriage um <clears throat> while me and my husband um we don't always agree on um i guess quote-unquote talking points within the space we don't always agree on that stuff but um we do agree on a lot of how to run a household and to be uh you know we we agreed on ideals as far as it was concerned with marriage and so right. that was um i would say that that helped out a lot um because you know i was uh kind of out there um with a lot of shit a lot of a lot of lot of like out there pretty bad so i think what do you mean by that thought processes as oh, okay. in like okay. feminist attitude and shit like i got you i got you i got you yeah so i think it it definitely um i think it definitely ushered me here faster okay. um and it wasn't just me echoing um manosphere talking points but actually um being um, who I said I was, um, mm -hmm. consistency, um, fun to be around. I was fit, feminine, and friendly at the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, yeah, go ahead, Danny. Yeah, I'm just done. I, I um I think I misunderstood the question because um but as it relates to the the manosphere, um my introduction into how men think and men being honest regarding their feelings didn't come from the manosphere. Um, it really and truly came from my fiance and my desire to um, my desire to ensure that I was being more objective and that I wasn't embodying feminist principles when I think about issues that impact men and black men and women um, came from my love for uh, my fiance. So I think that's kind of where I started with, you know, my desire to understand black men more and also to empathize with them more. This fool be none of your business, mind your business and get the hell on. That's five, my answer four, to all three. Five, four, 197 Child, and a size 10. Now, I done gained some weight since I've been married, but we on our process to lose a child, but yeah, that's where I'm at. That's it. Uh, yeah. Do you have any more questions? I do. Oh, um, is it difficult to partner with two women who don't like each other? Is it difficult to be a partner, business partner with two women who don't like each other? Oh, you mean like you and Jessica? Yeah. Um, now I think the like is probably once the dislike is probably one sided, but, mm -hmm. um, no, um, I'm good at compartmentalizing. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I'll tell you like this. Um, I'll tell I'll give you a prime example for a Sunday, the thing mm -hmm. that happened Sunday, mm -hmm. I called you and I fussed at you because I felt like she kind of got you off your square and I felt like you were right in this situation. Right. I felt like you were right. Mm -hmm. Um, and with the talking point, I didn't like that you yelled, but I felt like you were right in the talking point. But when I got on the phone with her, I was like, you pushed that. And it wasn't something that you necessarily had to push because she's entitled to feel she said if he does something such and such, if he's raised like such and such and such which i believe he was which mm -hmm. i felt like covered you so i was like you didn't have to push for that but mm -hmm. um to me i'm very good at compartmentalizing stuff so like i said i think the dislike is more so on your end than it is hers right but um, I don't think it's hard at all because I'm grown grown and the whole thing that I'm not going to do, first of all, I don't be in anybody's personal, personal business to go back to repeat la 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 oh, yeah, no. And then the next thing I'm not going to do is, well, Concrete said yada 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 about you, what you going to do about it? Or Jessica said yeah. da 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 about you. I don't. I don't uh, participate in that kind of shit because I feel like that shit is messy. Um, Absolutely. So I think I'm very good with compartmentalizing. Um, I like both of you ladies. And so I feel like we've been able to do great things together, which we will continue to do great things together. Of course. I think um, Jessica and, and I will begin a really good chapter as well. So 
Um, I'm not going to say it's not difficult for me, but I got a question for you. Is that mm -hmm. a difficult position for me to be in with me working with somebody that you don't like? Um, I don't necessarily, let me see. Um, I don't think so because I'm not the type of person like, you know, me, my dislike for someone, um, would, could, would not interfere with our personal relationship, even though you have a relationship with her wouldn't interfere with our personal relationship. So, you know, I'm very professional in, in, in what I do unless you push me. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think that like that, 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 that the two would overlap me, you know, not caring for her wouldn't be like, Oh, you see Jessica today. She did such and such, such as I'm not like that yeah. type of person just because I don't give like, I literally how she said I bust balloons. It's probably because I don't give stuff a lot of energy. Like I'm just not the person that's going to expel a lot of energy on stuff. And, you know, uh, spending my time talking about stuff that's fruitless. Um, th so, you know, I, I, I don't know. My answer to your question is no. Okay. Um, shout out to Thompson Javon. He says, hey, when are you guys going to take heed to your true calling and become masculinity <laughs> coaches for the man of spirit? Listen, that's my new title. I am Sister George masculinity coach. Mm -mm. Um, a woman can't teach a man masculinity. Yes, we can. I'm you a already know coach. they gonna come for your neck. Oh, but they uh -oh. can teach us femininity. Um, pressing me like consistently, and I don't think like I don't necessarily know because I can't speak on your personal feelings. But I felt like the pressing me was like intentional, and I felt like that come from a place of you not caring for me because of the fact that we have a lot of um a lot of um you know different different thoughts on 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 um, philosophical things so i think that because we think differently and see things differently philosophically um that because you said before that you thought that i didn't like you and at that point in time it wasn't a, i don't like you I, I don't necessarily agree i didn't necessarily agree with your philosophical um thoughts on certain things and you know still don't but um like pressing me hard like you like you got beef like you like you're ready to take it to the streets um you know because you're because you felt like i wasn't heeding your warning so that's it okay but, uh, um, shout out to eugene Steele. he was like wow first there was danica in six now there is sister george and jessica are we starting to see a pattern um that's that actually mean? incorrect um jessica and i won't have a show together but well, we are doing a show with other people yeah. um we haven't mentioned everybody that's involved in that project but um who's all involved and i guess i can say um no i'll just i'll reveal the people that's been seen already mm -hmm. um so we have obsidian um Jessica, myself, and we've also Tabitha. seen Tabitha, mm -hmm. and, and that's that's it. You know, well, that's not it, but that's what I'll reveal for right now. But um, that's uh, that's exactly you know, um, like we don't have Jessica and I don't have a show together, but you know, we we do um, own Tough Talk TV in a joint venture. So we won't ha have a show together, but we are co-owners of Tough Talk TV. So, yeah, that's that. 
Um, shout out to B. He says, y'all kept it making it seem like I was making stuff up about oh God, messy, concrete man. and Jess, but your boy called it months ago. <laughs> I'll accept y'all apology when y'all ready. <laughs> B, you don't get an apology because you were wrong. At the time, I really was kind of indifferent. My, I disagreed with her, you know, her her um, opinion on certain topics, um, on a lot of topics, just because I felt like it was more one-sided and there was zero empathy given to Black women. And, you know, I feel like, though, unless you've had that lived experience that you're going to be limited as it relates to the amount of empathy, if any, that you'll be able to expel to a people. But, um, you know, it wasn't until like, you know, Sunday show, like being like strict, strongly pressed about something that I said, despite the fact of trying to add clarity and steadily being pressed about it, like, you know, that that just kind of rubbed me wrong. And I was like, where is that coming from? That's coming from somewhere was my thoughts. Yeah, but because it, nonetheless, to me, was it was me. like, I was mad because I was like, it's you letting Jessica get you off your fucking square. Girl, and... anybody that um, press me will upset me, uh, Jessica or whoever. But uh, but my whole thing was it's like we've been we've had uh rougher rougher conversations with people and your reaction wasn't the same so I was like what the hell you see yeah, what I'm saying you have to uh, yeah I, I've expressed that um my pet peeve and like this happened with me and you before in a discussion like really and truly like the worst breakdown that we've ever had was because of me explaining something to you and you insisting that it was something else and i'm like no that's not what it was it was this like I, I don't like when people try to tell me what i meant or how i felt about something that's literally like my number one pet peeve so that's what it was it wasn't the fact that it was something mild it was what the action was because that literally drives me up a wall like you insisting on what i meant or what my intentions were by me saying xyz and i'm telling you no that's that wasn't my intentions but you steadily steady insisting that it was girl oh drives mm. me crazy mm -hmm. <sighs> I, I respect that um jessica okay okay do you have any more questions for me i do okay what's up how do you feel about me getting into beefs with other content creators because I've been involved um, in, in a few myself, you know. <laughs> um, I haven't necessarily, um, like initially I was, I was a little like, okay, I really wasn't with it. Not uh, just because of the simple fact that I felt like it was fruitless and it wouldn't benefit the channel. Um, after a while, and I saw that it kept happening, I just was like, okay, this is my partner. If that's what she going to do, that's what she going to do. She rocking, I'm rolling. It is what it is. Like, we have a partnership, like, and I have to have your back regardless, just like you have to have my back regardless. So I'm like, if that's what it is and that's what it's going to be, we have a channel together. I don't have a, a real relationship with the people she beefing with. So it is what it is. If that's how she getting down, that's what it's going to be. If we got need to air it out on our panel, whatever, you know, let's do it. Mm. It is going to be Conversations with Concrete, but it's the name, my my YouTube name. So um, C. Rose of the Breakdown of a Woman's Perspective, currently, is what it is. Okay. 
but um that was a good question how how you know i'm always flipping back on you um how did you feel regarding my response to some of the beefs that you were engaging in now i'm gonna be honest with you because at first i was like bitch put on your goddamn tennis shoes and wear your vaseline pull them goddamn earrings out and come on let's go <laughs> with some ass and then you'll be like ah <laughs> i just have to go and um <laughs> I got to go wash my dog. And I'm like, but you ain't even got a dog. You're I don't but... act like I was backing out. I, I would literally tell you, like, I don't believe in extending that type of energy. Like, for yes, and I'd be like, but I would be so degree. freaking pissy about <laughs> something at the time, child. And so I'd be like, what the hell? Bring your ass, girl. We got shit to do. And she'd be like, la, 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 la. There's nothing going on. And I'm like, hmm. So, um, I would say initially that I felt some type of way about it initially, but, um, taking into consideration the type of person that I am, like at my core, like who I am at my core, um, I do like to fight a little bit. I do be having freaking issues. Like I feel God like I, sad, gotta go, baby. I feel like I have to go defend some shit. I feel like I got to come let a motherfucker know. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um being that i felt like that um being like being that i'm like that um i have to take into consideration that everybody isn't like that everybody's not going to be on the same type of time and it took me a while to realize okay everybody ain't on the same type of time nor is everybody gonna run jump skip hop whatever whatever every time i get mad at somebody right. or right. i get pissy with something and so um, in that regard, I would say that, um, yeah, it, you know, I had to get some, some chill out, but I feel like we, ha I haven't been really involved in a whole lot of nothing. You haven't, as of you late. haven't, you're right. Yeah. yeah I've been on some it's real live chill minute. stuff. Mm -hmm. It has really and truly marriage has calmed you down. <laughs> like, I don't know what the heck, what, like who flipped the switch, but, um, boy oh boy oh boy i will say marriage has calmed you down girl because i'll um, be having too much shit to do i don't have i already nothing. know yeah, like listen i ain't got job. i ain't Bro even Curlin. got time to focus like i had to cut your ass out on tuesday listen. and forget about it Bro and, thank you thank thank you thank you but you, you know what mm -hmm. though i feel like as many people don't come at us like they used to i feel like That's once they too. They feel like kind of we've paid our dues and or like they ain't going nowhere. We might as well leave them the hell alone. True. Type of thing. True. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of feel like, like that. that. But yeah, I used to, baby, like, you know how uh, Curlins be, uh, Curlins, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, you know how dogs be barking at anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> baby, and I said mm -hmm. Curlins, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would just, <laughs> you know. And yeah. now, child, I'm fucking tired. I ain't got time. Shit, I be tired as hell. I got too much shit to do. So I just, yeah, I don't have, I, I don't have the the same type of time to put the focus on that. And then, you know, like I went from one lifestyle to another lifestyle. So yeah, you know, I'm a whole wife, baby, mm -hmm. and, and wifey vibes, honey. So that's a, that actually leads me to my next question. Um, what? was what surprised you most about marriage if anything okay so 
with Curlin and I, um, Curlin is a very nice person, right? Just a very mm -hmm. nice person. Mm -hmm. seems like and he's very sweet. He's very generous. He's loving. He's very sweet. But he's stern as fuck. Like, listen. <laughs> you talk about somebody goddamn stubborn. And then. Yeah, Leo. Yeah. So I would say that I thought I would probably get my way more so. And the fact mm -hmm. that I didn't get my way was was surprising. It it definitely has not been a deal breaker. Um, It definitely has been to my own benefit. But um, I love the fact, like, I loved how I love how disciplined he is. He's very disciplined, um, very stern. If he say ABCD, then ABCD don't have to go down. Um, but I think that was the most surprising because it's not like I always get my way, but I thought I was going to get my way for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And honey, it did not go like that. And he be setting boundaries on my ass and I be like, <laughs> well, wait a minute. Um, mm -hmm. But I, not to say that I'm not appreciative of that because it was certain lessons and shit that, you uh -oh, know. Danny? Yeah, can you hear me? What happened? Hello? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, now I hear you. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought I would get my way more so. Um, but he's very disciplined where I am weak. He is hella strong and he's what I needed. You know what I'm saying? He was the balance Aww. that I needed. And yeah. so that has been, it was surprising because I was like, you know, Curly gonna just let me do whatever. And it was not that I was looking to do whatever it was I wanted to, to right. take advantage, but you know, I just thought, you know, I was going to be able to eat bonbons and shit a little bit longer, you know? Listen. Um, he wasn't going. So, I'll have to ask you this, just a quick piggyback. Based on my earlier comment regarding you having only child syndrome, do you see it? Do you think that you're spoiled? Um, Because you were an only child for a long time. I was an only child for a long time, but... Um, I also take into consideration that <laughs> I am a people pleaser or, you know, I used to be a, a people pleaser and with me being a, with me, and I'll say I used, I used to be a people pleaser because as I've grown older, honey, I'm going to set a boundary. If I don't do shit else, I'm mm -hmm. going to set a boundary mm -hmm. and I feel like, um, I used to let people get away with all kinds of shit like okay. all kinds of shit um you know i was the person who would give my dolls away so you could be my friend and then you would oh, shit on yeah. me and okay. i would sit there and i would deal with that kind of shit and it became very toxic and i wouldn't tell people no and so then people would just run the fuck over me you know what i'm saying and at some point at some point you know you get a little pep in your step and you life is life life is gonna be what it is you gonna have to take that shit by the hand um you're not gonna i don't want to be anybody's victim and i felt like i was always a victim of some shit some shit was always happening to me and i won't necessarily call it only child syndrome but i'm a fight for what it is that i want and i'm a fight for it and so I won't necessarily say only child syndrome, but I've kind of got more 
I've gotten to more of a point to being able to get what I want out of life as opposed to life whooping my ass or opposed to me being somebody's victim or me being somebody's little bitch. Like I felt like I was like the little bitch at one point and I just, I can't go back in that direction. So, um, <laughs> it may translate into something different on this side, but yeah. I think that's where it stems from. That actually makes sense. Um, I can see that. I think that in some regards, we are kind of like at this at the same point. Um, I have always been a people pleaser. And I think it just comes from like, even when I think back to when I was a kid, like I always wanted to make my dad happy. Like I've just always been a daddy's girl. And daddy, I'll get your house shoes. Like I, that's the kind of always been who I was. And yeah. um, as a result, I kind of, in my adult relationships felt like I was the one that was constantly giving. So I'm also at a point where I am asserting myself when something is important to me. But despite that, um, I've just worked in corporate for so long that I know that part of having a working relationship is sometimes you have to bend. And to be completely honest, that's why I feel like I do more bending because like a lot of time, and, and maybe you don't even realize it because it may be you come up with a topic that I don't necessarily love, but I'll be like, okay, let's go with it. But I haven't voiced to you that I don't love the topic. So you don't realize that I'm bending. Whereas like certain topics that I want to talk about, like I'll bring them up over and over and over again. And every time you're like, nah, I, don't, I ain't feeling that. Or I don't really know about that and so that makes me feel like you constantly shutting down my topics whereas the times when i shut down your topics you you look at those instances but you don't realize that sometimes when you bring up a topic i accept it because you know of my need or desire to you know want to keep the peace it'd be interesting that you say that because i'd be feeling like that too i'd be like See, we don't but if we don't say it we won't know no, but it'll be like if it'd be like topics that I'm not necessarily crazy about, right, but they right, be right. good enough mm -hmm. to where it's like, okay, yeah, we can go with that. Yeah, so that we both good. give in that department and we don't realize that the other is giving because you just agree to it. But like a lot of times, like I'll be hesitant, like, hmm, all right, let's, let's go with it. Especially if I don't have nothing else that's more pressing, but yeah, I, yeah. I feel you. I understand where you're coming from in that regard because I've experienced some of that too yeah yeah but um what, whatever dj Knopf, do you have any other questions you want to open it up shut it down what we doing because um they don't have no more questions for us girl if they ain't got no more questions i ain't got none either this was their opportunity child uh y'all was, was uh y'all was else. a big letdown today honey i thought y'all was gonna bring y'all best material mm -hmm. And y'all sitting over here, y'all sitting over here dry as the goddamn Sahara Desert. I don't know what the hell happened over here. Mm. Mm -hmm. I thought we had uh, action. Mm. <laughs> I did too. I really thought they was gonna come with some good questions, but yeah, you know, like I guess a lot of it be shit to say. Listen, you can uh, tell which one of y'all comes up with a show topic. The more trollish and frivolous ones seem like Panny's idea. Just saying, sometimes, I, you know what? I know that you guys think that, but it's not always the case. <laughs> it's not always the case. Like sometimes I'll be arguing, like I want it pointed. I want them to know I'm coming for their juggler. So yes, a lot of times it's not her. That's see. And then it be funny as hell because we be trolling y'all with like who even came up with the shit. No, uh, is it Bleeder Griffin? Bleeder Griffin, this is not our last stream together. Why we are. This it? is not our final hurrah. 
think about she's also going we're both we both have our own ventures outside of this platform we will both have our own um individual things going on outside of this platform and we, we will be promoting them on our platform so you guys will have the heads up and all the things but no 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 this is not our last last rodeo yeah but um no we uh both come up with troll ass topics we do. And um, when I say we will sit in the back and laugh our ass off. Oh, we Lord have mercy. Because sometimes, you know, like, let's see. Let's see how bad we can get y'all ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's see how bad we can um show y make y'all show y'all ass up here. And um, That's how I know when we, we got a good it. one. When we both, like, dying laughing, like, oh, my God, this is going to be a killer. Like, okay, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be shaking my head. Like, okay, this is the one. Yeah. Uh. That nigga know he's sloppy. <laughs> this is like he wanted to be And Jessica Ed's poaching daddy. It's likely one of the last few. B, like, B, show your face. Because I, I I got beef with you. Like, I really For real. got beef with you. B, nasty as hell. He probably, like, a little nerd sitting in his mama basement, uh, four feet, eight inches tall, <laughs> barely reached the computer screen. <laughs> and I Damn, legs so hanging off like, the chair. I can't even hit this little bitty man. Like, I would hurt him. But he messy as hell. Dang. Okay, listen. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Soul Provider Reacts. He says, "What percent of dudes who rush on your panels are low key blue pill?" In your opinion, mm. you gonna answer first? Eighty-five percent. You say eighty-five. I would say well, sixty to seventy percent. Okay. Uh, then I'm being modest. Not 70%. Let me go with 70%. Okay. Okay. That's answer. All right. Mm -hmm. Shout out to No Cupcake Zone, Sisterhood mm -hmm. George. Your most ratchet <laughs> moment? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> what was it? My most ratchet moment in the manosphere or my most ratchet moment in real life? I thought she was meaning in the manosphere. But... Okay, I'll go with the manosphere. Um, my most ratchet moment in the manosphere. I think my most ratchet moment in the manosphere, in a manosphere space, and I got two of them that were my most ratchet. Um, I went off on Angry Man on Platinum's channel. Um, mm. You know, Angry man had came at me a, a few times and I feel like he embarrassed me and he got me pretty good and I was pissed and I was like, I'm going to get that sucker. And yeah. so when I saw an opportunity to get him, um, I went at him pretty tough. Um, actually three. Um, that was one when I did, he had a show. I went off on him on his show. That was two. And then there was a girl um, by the name of Shui Celeste, um, oh, yeah. who I felt like was trying to um, salt, put salt on our panel and our mm -hmm. channel, actually salt on our channel. Um, mm -hmm. I felt like she was doing some hating on our channel at one point. And so um, I went looking for her and I cursed her out. And then I sub subsequently ended up getting into it with um, Faith, um, Faith, China White, 
it was somebody else. Oh, but, I didn't know all that now. Yeah, girl, I, I went on a smorgasbord. I remember like, the thing with Shuey, but I ain't know. Yeah, it, it was like, um, because Faith was kind of pissy at some stuff that happened with Fantastic at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she came up and I was like, well, we can take them all. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And so I would say those are my most ratchet moments here. But um, what I found interesting about the space, and this taught me something about the space, um, y'all don't care about what guys do over here. If a guy calls me all kind of bitches, hoes, and sluts, and calls my man all kind of names and stuff, y'all will bypass that shit only to listen to me respond to it and then say that I'm ratchet for responding. So <laughs> when I figured that, yeah. oh, um, no, I was actually nice to him. He went off on me. Y- you know, like a lot of people have, um, kind of have said some crazy wild shit to me and I feel like mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot of you guys' red pill rage and so mm-hmm. when I respond to y'all ass I'd be like now you can get this sister George rage and we even <laughs> and um all you know fair exchange ain't no robbery but it is what it is yeah it was mm-hmm. a guy space until y'all let the bitches in and bitches is here we here now so you know yeah now it's a co-ed space Uh-oh, it's a co-ed space like about. we we Ooh. we we yeah. gather um okay yeah, so uh bleeder griffin asked who our favorite panelist is and i know this wasn't a super chat but i do think it's a good question okay um favorite panelist hmm. of, like ever that we've ever had on favorite panelist that we've ever had on i'm gonna go with first favorite guest panelist that we've ever had on i would have to say for me it was I think it was Crystal. Uh, Crystal was a good interview. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed her. The porn star slash um, prosty. Yeah, it was. It would be her. You call her prosty? Yeah, she is a (laughs) prosty. You know, she works at one of the. I know, but I never heard nobody call her like it. That sounds cute. It sounds nice. um, Just a (laughs) prosty. H-O-E. The, yeah, but damn, I, I never thought it could ever sound cute. Like, it actually sounds like some shit you want to do now. Like a frosty. Oh, it's just going to go frosty over that's here. That's a new frosty they got at Wendy. <laughs> the frosty. <laughs> okay. I'm done. The fuck is a pro? Oh, just going to do a little frosty. <laughs> I've got that 40 for 40. <laughs> Okay, favorite panelists aside from guest panelists, I would have to say, dang, that's a hard one. Um, it's different people that I like for different reasons. Let me think. I don't know. You go first, Danny. Um, my favorite panelist, guest panelist was Wesley Pipes. Mm -hmm. Um, It was my favorite interview because it was freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite panelist, I am going to go for um, Mr. Fantastic Mm. (laughs) is probably my favorite panelist. He always brings good energy when he comes up. I love, that's my boy. I I watch him. It ain't like a lot of people. I'm very finicky about like who I about who I rock with. Mr. Fantastic, I I, I 
don't mess with him. Really, I, I truly do. Yeah. Um, so that that was a good one. Um, I'd say dang, that's my favorite panelist. Um, mm. It's some people that I really like. Benjamin, I like Black Wizard for different reasons. Like I, It's some people that come with like good talking points, but they seem to be more objective, like Black Wizard. Um, and I like them for that reason. Um, I like Gabe. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's so many people that come through. Um, ARC is one of my faves. Now, the only thing I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be kind of, uh, like kind of clutching my pearls because he gonna tell you about some some dick. Oh, he, he ARC. Get he gave some dick out. <laughs> what plaque Listen, too? What plaque come up here? Ooh, I baby, like I be holding my, too. I be holding my, uh, holding my ass cheeks oh. like together hard because I be like, oh shit, they gonna go and they go and so um but you know um plat is a lot of fun um arc is pretty arc is really fun yeah um like some people are just a lot of fun like roger's a lot of fun like roger, roger come like, and say some much, me and roger have completely dissenting talking points and p opinions and differences of opinions like all across the board but i actually really i like roger like i actually like roger um, yeah, I enjoy when he comes on the panel. Me too. Me too. Um, what about women? We naming all these men's. Um, I'm trying to think. Like women, when they come on, I like when Doctor Bay comes on. I think she's funny. Man, um, Doctor Bay be on y'all ass, <laughs> and that is my I like baby. When she comes on. I love her. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Who else? <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all when we used to have like all the divesters in the chat and shit, they used mm -hmm. to come in and wreck shop over here. Now they used to have me dying in the chat and I would, mm -hmm. sometimes I would enjoy the damn chat more than I would, would the show. Ooh. Who your favorite person to see chatting? Because the chat be on fire. When Ooh, your fave persuasion, in a minute. Yeah. when your fave persuasion was here. Um, yeah. with Miss J. Miss J is my favorite female panelist, hands down. Yes, yes, hands J down. Is the bomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my she um, be eating them up. She uh, do. I am Aries is is funny. Like she's. Funny. I am Aries. Yeah. Keep your ass oh, laughing, baby. Because yes. I am Aries. Don't have no problem with cussing your ass out. Eat at all. Like at all. no problem with cussing your ass out, and and she mm -hmm. gonna keep it moving too. You, uh, B she for sure. B is probably the best troll. Now, oh um, Jerome pissed me off, but I like I Jerome. Jerome. I, I miss Jerome being in the chat because Jerome would say um, all kind of shit and just be like, y'all will be all right, you know. Then you unblocked that fool. I seen him recently, I thought. Yeah, he unblocked. He was never blocked. Oh, okay. okay. His wrench was snatched. But he um, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Um, who else though? It's somebody else. Kit Clouds. It, he, like Kit Clouds is like an angry man. Like he's like a he's like a pissed off old man in the chat. Um, I don't know. It's so many people. Like yeah, yeah. Mike Shinnery, we ain't, we ain't seen you in so long. We thought Dang. you had forgot about us. I Damn. know. Where you been? Where you been? Damn, Mike. Mike has been out. You the um, what, what about Edward for your favorite panelists? It was um, Hurricane. I can't hear you. What the hell? No, Edward. <laughs> Edward. That was like my. Oh, you talking about my, Edward Bailey? Yeah, Edward Bailey. That was probably one of my favorite panelist moments when he came up and. <laughs> 
when he came up and was asking Wesley Pipes all those questions, that okay. was like one of the. <laughs> That was a classic moment. Like that, that was, that was a classic freaking away. material. Like, listen, oh, Eisen, we did like, forget about Eisen. Eisen don't do oh, nothing to keep Eisen, up shit in the absolutely. chat. Absolutely. Yes, messy as heck. Like, God dang, what are, where we get all these messy mofos from? Yes. Um, yeah, it's a lot of folks. It's so many, so many to name. But um, yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. What is No Cupcake Zone asking? She said, was there something... That's a guy. Oh, no <laughs> cupcaking. Sorry. He said, there was there something that happened in your life that made you stop that stopped you from being toxic? What advice would you have for women? That's a good question. You want to go first? Yes. Um, like I said earlier on in the show, um, when I got fired from my job, I lost my mom and my sister. That put some real stop on me because um yeah when you lose and, and you know it's something about losing your mom or losing a parent especially if you were close to your parent that almost feel feels like you're left kind of destitute like it's something like you feel an emptiness almost um i feel like that put some stop on me um then going through like fucked up relationships um with men and women and i'm not saying romantically but uh with men and women yeah um i went through a lot and so what advice do i have for women um go get you some fucking therapy 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 mm -hmm. go and really have a conversation with people um go and have a conversation with somebody about the shit that you're going through that is um, objective and is not going to sit there and judge you to where you can actually sit there and talk some shit out. Um, the problem when we talk about uh, talking with our friends, you know, our friends are going to give us a certain type of judgment. Sometimes it may not be the shit that we want to hear, mm. but when you actually go to a therapist and a therapist is actually able to really see um, objectively, you know, they're able to look at shit that's, they can be objective with everything. Um, I think that's, um, yeah, I think that's a, a good, that's a good one. That's, that was, yeah, go to therapy, go to therapy and take care of yourself, like take care of your body. Um, we, a lot of us have horrible, horrible diets. We don't want to get up and exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Me. I think so too. Um, oh, I forgot about Paco and the misses. Oh, yeah, they were good yeah. too. Yeah, now Dang. Shanae, that's my girl too. Mm -hmm. I love her. Um, uh, so my my answer to the question would be: I don't think that I was ever really like, I guess, extremely toxic. Was I impacted by feminism? Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say to the highest degree, <laughs> probably maybe moderately. Um, and the reason that I say that is because of my, like, I just really was always a daddy's girl. So I've always, um, I think I've kind of talked about this a little bit. I don't really share too much on here, but um the dynamic between my mom and dad was such that i always sided with my dad and felt like my mom was wrong and i as a result kind of conducted like i always sought out his approval and as a result i conducted myself like a lady typically and um so i wasn't like 
extremely impacted, but I, I of course have been impacted to a degree. Um, so I would say what stopped me or um, helped me to recognize that I was impacted by feminism and to start trying to do things differently and um, rejecting the hold that feminism had on me was my relationship with my fiance. Um, he is, that's why I tell people all the time that there are a lot of misconceptions that you guys have about conscious men uh, because he's like zero tolerance. Um, he is, um, you know, very um, headstrong and he has very little tolerance for a lot of BS. And as a result, I had to quickly check myself and it made me do some self-reflection and kind of um, change my quote unquote wayward ways. And I'm certainly not perfect, but I'm more conscious and more cognizant of, you know, um, my, how I am behaving and how I am, my, my thoughts, my thoughts and my behaviors and yada, yada, yada. So the advice that I would have for women would be to, um, my advice to women would be to, it's, it's kind of difficult for me to give advice because of the fact that like, it, it, feminism is everywhere and it's almost hard to escape it. You literally have to be conscious and cognizant of the fact that you're being infiltrated by this feminism and womanism in order to, you know, change your actions or change your ways. So I guess the best advice that I can give is for women to try not to fall victim to all of the um, conditioning that, you know, they're faced with on a day to day. Um, and like I said, that's extremely hard for any woman, but unless you are, you have someone that is constantly pouring into you and training you up and, and, you know, showing you the air of your ways and, you know, talking you through some of the things that you're dealing with. Um, I think that, you know, it'll be extremely difficult. And I know like, you know, of course, I know Danny, one of her things that she suggested is um, therapy. I think for what she was saying, that is absolutely a good um a good solution but as it relates to trying to reject feminism like a lot of therapists have the same ideologies the thing is uh, a lot of women who have kind of gone through women's studies and um and go, like college higher level women women who have higher level college degrees in my opinion they're more likely to be feminists or have feminist mindset. So it, it it's just difficult unless you have someone who's old school traditional. So maybe just connecting with the women in your family who are old school traditional. If you have a grandmother that's still around or aunts that are still around that have those old school traditional values that have long lasting relationships that have stood the test of time, maybe connecting with them and seeing how they did it in an effort to um, undo some of the conditioning that's probably already taken place by the time a young girl becomes a woman yeah um shout out to no cup read that for me concrete i'm sorry um would you let your son date the typical modern woman if you had a choice uh check myself 
I'm not sure what that part means. If you had a choice. Oh, um, it also oh, if would you let your son date the modern typical woman if you had a choice? I think that's what he's saying. If you say yes, will you be there to protect him? So for me, um, I don't have a bio son. Um, I do have a stepson and he is a young adult. He is of dating age. Um, to be completely honest, this is something that I kind of struggle with because of the fact that I think that a lot of modern men are no longer, you know, um, act as traditional men act. Um, would I let my son date a modern woman, the typical modern woman? Um, I would let my son make his own choice, but I would caution my son as it relates to what to look out for. I would certainly um, stay in constant communication with my son and, you know, talk to him about some of the things that he's enduring while he's dating in an effort to try to steer him, you know, left or right. Um, that's probably how I would approach it um, because I, I do want him to be empowered to make his own choices, but I also want him to have the knowledge to know what to look out for. So that's kind of, that would be my approach. Danny, what about um, you? I would absolutely let my son date the typical modern woman. Um, with me being in this space with us talking to him constantly about relationships and then actually showing him examples of um, a healthy relationship. If he chooses to go out, it's not because he wasn't ill prepared. It's because it was something that he wanted to do. It was something that he felt like he can control. And um, I'm not going to necessarily prevent him from doing um, anything unless it's going to cost him his life, quote unquote, shit like that. But when it comes down to mating and dating, I want him to get what he came for. If he like a toxic uh, heifer, he gonna get what he campaigned for. Um, because it's going to be times where you're going to be able to, where you're going to try to caution your, your child and you trying to teach them the right way and they will still go wayward. And it's not a goddamn thing you going to be able to do about it. Um, so I would want him to like, I, you know, I'm going to teach him how to get what he wants out of relationships and what he how to get what he wants out of life. But if he chose to date um, a typical modern woman and, you know, um, it's it's not going to be because he didn't have um, examples or he doesn't understand the consequences behind being a single mother. He doesn't understand the consequences about uh hoes and this that like we talking to my son right now right now right now um and our daughter's next so um you have to train your children up and the only thing you can do as a parent is to try to give um your son's lessons and this that and the third but it's not like he's not going to understand what's what so um I agree. Yeah. And the thing is, what can you do once they're grown? I mean, you can try to force them. They're going to resent you. That impacts your relationship with them and they still going to do what they want to do. So once they're grown, uh, there's really no letting <laughs> they're going yeah. to do what they want to do. Right. Um, but, you know, like even when they get to a point in their teens, um, I uh, don't know. You know, you you just never know. Um, 
I'm excited to see it though, cause so you wonder how it's all gonna turn out. But um, I'm I'm not going to just um. <laughs> so I'm basically raising him to be a narcissist. Um, I would rather him be the villain than the victim. So if that's raising him to be a narcissist, absolutely. And um, being that I have strong narcissistic traits myself, um, absolutely. Ooh, um, Christ, yeah. So yeah. it is what it is, and I'm not. I don't feel. I don't feel bad about that. Um, I've never you heard know. you admit that. You yes, you have. I admitted no. it a long time ago. Maybe I, I don't recall, but like, wow, I've never heard you say no, that. No, I always say that I carry a, a bit of narcissist um, because don't get me wrong. I, and, and then I would say I do have a balance between empathy and narcissism, but I lean mm -hmm. more sort more towards my narcissism these days because being an empath, um, I experienced a lot of fucking pain with being an empath. And I just, mm -hmm. I don't, I'd rather not be in that type of energy. So yeah um no i'm I'm narcissistic as shit um i don't lie about who i am either so um yeah jen what's up girl i didn't think we was gonna ever get you over here shout out to jen hey beautiful when are we gonna get you on for an interview so that'd be dope um yeah well curlin said at the end of the day he's gonna make his own choices but it won't be because we haven't put him on game and that's that's that part that, that's, that's, yeah that's it yeah absolutely mm -hmm. um yeah I, yeah I that don't... was interesting that you said be the villain not the victim um yeah I um I, yeah, I, I I used to be like people was running my ass over I was such an and I'm not even gonna say I was an idiot but um doing stuff to have friends or to be mm -hmm. um down with the clique and and shit like that and girl when I said it was running my ass I was pew 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 and so, um, you know, it, I had to grow up and set some boundaries. And so um, some things will translate into narcissists because I'd be like, it is my way or the highway. Um, a lot of people, mm -hmm. you don't like it. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? But oh, yeah. I feel like I don't get taken advantage of the way I used to because I have some sense about myself. I have some oomph about myself. And so that works for me. It may not work for everybody else, but that works for me. Yeah. The thing is like, and I, like I said, I, I just said, you know, only child syndrome because that's what like it came off as to me and not to me knowing that you were only child for so long, but you know, like you pinpointed differently. Um, but like you do kind of have a like, this is what I want to do at certain points, you know, for the most part, like, I think that we can come together and be like, okay, well, you know, I don't really like that. And most times I think that we agree more often than not on right. whether or not we're really feeling something. But see, for me, I've always been the type of person like I've had, you know, face rejection and hurt and pain and all those things, but I'm still not scared to be vulnerable and or like put myself out there and if it happens it happens like i i've never ever um you know i've always healed from every hurt that i've ever experienced like fully healed from it and like i'm not afraid of being hurt and you know that's just kind of but I this is the thing this is what i'll say it's not a factor of being afraid to be vulnerable but my vulnerability, um, where it used to be, I could be vulnerable to any and everybody. Right. You don't get that from me anymore. Nobody right. gets to dictate when I should be la 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 la. Um, 
more often than not, I make people earn their way into my shit. Like, <laughs> oh, you acting like this? That's some shit I ain't, I don't have to deal with that. I ain't finna deal with your shit. And then matter of fact, I give you some back so you could deal with it. You could, you can get some of it. But um, it's not that I, I wouldn't say that I would necessarily call myself like afraid to love and you may not have been attributing no, that no, no, factor to me. Not. I get you. But um like I feel like I, I absolutely get more of what I want out of life because I've learned how to set certain boundaries with myself absolutely. and then I don't get into everybody's energy like that anymore. I'm not investing into a lot of people's energy. Exactly. And so um <laughs> I can't deal no, with man, baby. You. I actually <laughs> part of abrasive demanding perhaps, but I wouldn't say narcissistic. <laughs> um yeah, I, you know, I would have to say that I am um, I'm too, too, too willing to be open and kind of, you know, but I'm picky about those that I get in relationship with, that I form a relationship with. So once I form that relationship, I'm pretty open for the most part. Um, my guard is completely down and it's a gift and a curse because of course, you know, it's backfired on me and it hasn't always worked out to, in my best interest. Um, and my fiance hates it. He's like, you're too naive. You're too, you know, gullible and too, you know, friendly. And like, you like, he feels like, you know, that just sets me up to constantly be taken advantage of. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, Kerwin is, uh, pretty cool with my balance. Yeah, you you, you, know? you are you know, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think he's but, uh, um, pretty all right with my balance. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, it works. It works for us. Um because yeah. a, a lot of things I don't necessarily um display in my household versus uh how I get to show my ass online. So <laughs> you know, yeah. I get to show my ass online and then go back and be like, Honey, would you like a drink? <laughs> Maybe we can go look at a prosty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> you kill me with that. What is a prosty? <laughs> Listen, uh, shout out to No Cupcake Zone. He says they are the epitome of get the bad culture. Cupcake, who? Exactly. Cupcake. That's what I'm thinking. Who he talking about? So... He's talking to me. Uh -oh. And then if uh, if you talking to us, you're gonna have to send us a little bit more than a dollar ninety nine or something <laughs> like that. What? The epitome of get the bag culture. Mm. Who are you talking about? Okay. No clue. Okay. None at all. But Do you um, have any more questions, darling? I don't have any more. Um, okay. But I'm going to make this a two on one. Okay. Two quick questions. Okay. Um, number one, were there certain things that you preserved for marriage? You know how some women like, I ain't cooking for a man until he married me, or I ain't doing this until he married me. So that's the first part of the question. Second part was, do you find that there was a benefit to marrying later versus marrying when you were in your 20s? Preserve for marriage. I won't say that there was necessarily anything that I preserved for marriage, but I do believe in incrementally um, giving myself to a person. So because I have abandonment issues and shit like that, I'm not going to go into a relationship and pour everything that I have into a person right at the beginning. Um, because I need to see if that's going to be reciprocal energy. And so if I give a little, 
how 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 was that reaction to whatever and mm. and i'm not gonna say that it was necessarily a tit for tat type of thing but i had to feel like i was being loved the right way that i was being respected the right way um mm -hmm. before i could release other things and then being that i know what i got and what i do and how i do it yeah. oh, you know what see you always grabbing that air good night good night ma'am so um <laughs> what you laughing for it's like <laughs> i went and tell curlin that i could cook right off and so i didn't cook him a meal um in the beginning because he didn't think he didn't know i could cook right off you know it was just like oh you want to go out to eat um but i wouldn't make him pay for every meal but i just wouldn't cook right off and so then when i finally cook he was like well damn you can actually cook um why he lying oh no i mean go ahead baby you better go talk to mr Daniel, uh feeding him the damn hamburger helper baby and them fried bologna turkey excuse me turkey bologna sandwiches um good night but you know um i would say that it's not necessarily that i preserved anything for marriage but i did stuff that i was comfortable with until i got comfortable with releasing my whole self to him if that right. makes sense no, um and then was there a benefit in getting married later hell fucking yes listen mm -hmm. listen the manosphere be right when they be saying this shit, but fuck yeah. them because fuck them but they be right because they be like y'all don't want to do nothing but go be city girls and then y'all want to wait until y'all to have five different babies by five Ooh. different men y'all want to have wait till y'all have babies to become a good woman and 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 buy another man and so y'all didn't make the right yeah. choice listen listen if i had got married early when I was proposed to like in my 20s and shit and I was proposed to twice in my 20s mm -hmm. my black ass would have been divorced just as fast as I was married because I wasn't ready mm -hmm. um I think that the development I got a chance to travel I got a chance to party I got a chance to um explore and exploration mm -hmm. is probably a big deal for me but I got a chance to do all of that and then when we got married, I don't have the premonition. I don't, I, it's not a thing to where I have to go get fly on a Friday so we can go and get, um, get niggas to holler at us and pay the tab out or to be flown out somewhere. I'm not yeah. looking for shit like that. You know, like that's not my, that's not my mode anymore. And then um, actually being in a house with a man, being under good leadership, actually having a family structure has been so like the reward has been so dope but mm -hmm. i'm i'm in a mental space for it i'm not looking yeah. for the next best thing um right, right, right. marriage comes with you know you're gonna go go through shit with your spouse um your spouse isn't gonna be perfect you're not perfect but your spouse is gonna show you a mirror of who, exactly who the fuck you are as well and mm -hmm. y'all will go through some shit but being older and more mature and not quick to act and quick to react and thinking that I have to have um my way now I'm spoiled I'm I say Curlin spoils me I, I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you yeah, but no, he do. creating a monster no, I'm just playing <laughs> he spoils me but at the mm -hmm. same time like I said he's very stern and disciplined so um for me it was absolutely beneficial for me to get married later in life because i'm much more mature 
than I would have been earlier on. I mean, not to say that there's no benefit there because there is a benefit in being with somebody <laughs> for a long, there is some benefit there, but for me, it wouldn't have done me any good. Um, right. you know, I, I, I was, shit, let me have <laughs> me some fun, honey. Um, I was different, you know, different countries and, um, um, got a chance to go to the military. I had a, I enjoyed myself. Um, I really felt like I got a chance to live the life that I wouldn't be sitting here at 42 trying to figure out, well, damn, I never got a chance to do this. I never got a mm -hmm. chance to do that. Nobody ever tricked on me. Um, I didn't get a chance <laughs> to go to this party. I ain't never meet no celebrities. I ain't yeah. never party at the harbor, you know, like I got a chance to really live out my life. <laughs> DJ Knopf, go to sleep. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I, listen, this fool. Um, this nigga is wild. See, DJ Knopf, that's why people be having to time your ass out. He's child. ridiculous. He I do really have to is. say, I think that there's a benefit to marrying later. Like for me personally, um, you know, I was uh, with my ex in my twenties, so I was in a long-term relationship. Anyhow. But um, I think that I know myself more now, um, as I've stated, you know, I am more, um, more confident in who I am, more self-aware. In addition to that, um, like, for example, if I were single in my 20s and I had met my fiance, I know that it would not have worked. He's very, very, uh, has very strong opinions about any and everything and he is very um you know no nonsense low tolerance for a lot of things and that probably would have been off-putting to me um now i see the value in who he is as a person and i love him for who he is and all of that that comes with him and i accept that and i we've learned um you know how to create our own language to navigate through those those things you know if he yeah. is very convicted about something and we're having a, a heated discussion or a passionate discussion about a topic because as we often do we talk about literally the sun the moon the stars quasars religion we talk about the hebrew language we talk about you know um geography like everything in the entire world we talk about it and a lot of times i'll be like no you know i thought asia was over here or i didn't know that you know this happened in the solar system or whatever it is and he'll be like no it happened like this and i'll be like no babe i don't think it happened like that and he's like i'm telling you like so we kind of be like okay well let's look into it let's research it together and that's kind of how we come to some sort of you know conclusion and oftentimes he's right i'll be like wow i didn't know that he is often educating me so i never take a strong stance like you are absolutely wrong and i'll be like i didn't I, I thought that it was different or i learned differently and we look into it and you know we, we go on about our day um so yeah I, I don't think that i would have been equipped for the man that he is in my 20s okay okay so. well that's it. That's a good thing. Great. Mm -hmm. One last uh, question. Smooth. I'm very close, but um, thank you for making me aware of that because I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> these fools. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Danny. What's the best thing about doing the breakdown? The best thing about doing the breakdown is I don't, I've really come to love this show. Um, 
And it's been a labor of love because, and it wasn't always love. <laughs> the first year, it felt more like work to me. Um, it was not even the first year. It was probably like our first probably six months, um, maybe our first year. But anyways, I, I it like when we initially started doing it, I enjoyed it. But it was like, oh, I was, you know, working two jobs in addition to maintaining my household, doing things with my daughters, um, you know, so adjusting to also adding one more thing to my plate felt like more work. Um, and then through the years, it's become something that I really look forward to. Um, literally, I feel like I'm coming and chopping it up with my peeps. Like, you know, it's like you talking to old friends is kind of what it feels like. And I feel like I've actually established relationships with a lot of the people. If there's someone who is a regular that's not in the chat, I'm looking for them like, damn, where is Kit Clouds? Where is so-and-so? Where is, you know, so... Um, I've come to really love what I do, love our show, love what we've created. And I've also been able to expand my mind to see that, you know, the opportunities are endless with what we can do um, with the platform that we've created. Okay. Okay. Well, what about you? You same question to you. Um, I love doing the breakdown. Um, I'm going to tell you this. For the simple fact that I was able to find a stranger off the internet mm -hmm. and build a whole freaking YouTube channel that mm -hmm. has been successful for us, um, has been a great source of income for us, um, has been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, then to build a relationship and to challenge each other's thought processes and I'm able to see things from a different um, standpoint. Um, I also get a mirror back from you as to mm -hmm. um, some things that I may struggle with, um, you know, in life or, uh, you know, as far as the channel is concerned or socially, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been able to learn a lot more about myself. Um, this this space has kind of challenged my strength um, in a lot of ways and um, has made me bow down in a lot of ways because y'all a trip <laughs> y'all a trip mm -hmm. but I think that um coming here being challenged being able to get my troll on because y'all know y'all know mm -hmm. um it's been enjoyable as hell um y'all have challenged us to go to new heights and I think we've delivered so um yeah it's yeah. it's been a good experience for me overall and i have to say i've absolutely learned more about myself too not like more so in the sense that you know i, I am i consider myself to be fairly self-aware but there's st i still have a ways to go and i'm still learning new stuff about myself all the time but you are absolutely a reflection for me as it relates to maybe how i my behaviors are being perceived so maybe my intention wasn't to be offensive but something i said came off as offensive or maybe my intention wasn't to be this way but it came off as that way so having more understanding of how um i you know how i'm being um present how I'm presenting. So um, how, you know, I'm being viewed, you know, with my behaviors, my actions, the way that I speak, yada, yada, yada. So it's absolutely been a learning experience for me in that way too. Okay. All right.
But wow. yeah, this was um, interesting. Um, I enjoyed it. It was kind of like a, a very quiet show because it's just me and you. Um, but it was good nonetheless. We got some questions. Um, and I think that we were able to ask some very good pointed, targeted questions to one another. So I enjoyed this. I did too. I did too. Um, well, shout out to everybody that came through and um, that came to kick it with us today. Absolutely. You know, we always are appreciative of you guys. Um, this was a good show. Um, mm -hmm. You know, me and Concrete always have y'all ratchet asses come up here to bother us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you to DJ Nav too. He did hit us up with a cash app. So we appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, Nav be talking extra. He don't <laughs> talk his smack. Baby, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Oh, did you? He's yeah, asked he shot... a question. He said, oh, overall, did you, do you feel supported in the space? overall do we feel supported in the space um yum, yum, yum. i think we have more support back when than we do now but i think we've learned how to swim um yeah. so being that we've learned how to swim it's kind of like every man for themselves every woman for themselves Definitely um i think important. i think that with other female content creators that come into the space i still see a lot of you guys that will allow a chick to come preach a message to you, but she can come preach a message to you, but she doesn't necessarily have to back up her shit. All she has to do is splash a couple titties to you and y'all fall like, oh, they're just we don't cam up and have to do the same thing. We, we, that's the only way. <laughs> that's the only way we're going to get you support. No, you. I can't. Oh, I can't Listen, somebody will be uh, mad. Look, you, you'll see uh, the power automatically go out and yeah, I won't be able to connect. Baby, so. I thought she was going to be racked up up in here. <laughs> but I don't feel the support from the space. I think that there are people in the space. We do have supporters, people that rock with us, but from the space and fellow content creators, I don't think we get a lot of support. There are some people and even like Jessica, um, you know, there are some people who occasionally will share our stream or send people over if we do in the stream and they wrapping up. But for the most part, I don't think we get a lot of support in this space. Listen, Jen, see, the difference is <laughs> you ain't going to tell them what they want to hear. You will uh -oh. flash them and cuss their ass out and they still oh, be like, yeah. go, Jen. You're so beautiful. <laughs> be we just it. love Jen. Even though Jen is shitting on our whole life, we just love her. <laughs> um, I realized that men aren't generally consistent with their messaging if the woman is attractive. Mm -hmm. The more attractive you are, the more shit you can get away with. Um, men have proven that time and time and time again. So you sit if you if you're attractive enough you can tell them to eat shit and diet and they will still come and support i promise to god i've seen it and you know you be sitting there amazed like so y'all gonna sit over here and challenge every fucking thing that i'm talking about and i agree with a lot of shit that y'all say but a motherfucker that don't even agree with y'all all she gotta do is flash titties and y'all gonna super chat the 
Look, mm-hmm. I didn't seen it. So you so messy. You can you can no, we ain't gonna ignore your question. You can absolutely stipulate who you want your cash app or your super chat to go to, but that don't mean it's gonna happen. But you can certainly do it. <laughs> you, I mean, you 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 you're free to you're free to say this is for one person or the other. Um ahead, but we will we will divide it as we see fit. Thank go you. Ahead, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's so damn messy. Like he just be wanting to be up in people's business wonder, and cause like, dissension. Cause you be wondering, like, where the hell do these people come from? And they just oh, ask whatever. Like, oh God. Be oh, messy wow. as heck. Like super messy. I know um, he's the one who be instigating fights between his his homeboys and whatnot, telling them, oh, you know, so and so said such and such about you. Cause he liked to keep stuff up. Like yes. That? Um, mm. but uh yeah overall do we feel supported in the space like i said we felt more supported in the beginning um like i said it's kind of more like a sink or swim type of thing now um but we've been consistent um yeah we've been hella consistent we've been we've produced uh i think over 260 shows yeah yeah um so we've had a we've had a great run like our run ain't over and i think we your business yeah he distracted me my apologies yeah uh none of your business well don't worry um, about how we split our money that's certain things we won't discuss on the air how we split our money anything relating to money or you know the business aspects of the breakdown you will never know the world may never know it's like like yeah. the center of a tissy roll pop. It's the same for most female of the female channels. It's men supporting y'all. These chicks ain't dropping it like that. You we make a very that, interesting point. Mm-hmm. We said you that, that the men in the point? like we said that we have some people who support us in the space, but talking about actual co- fellow content creators, <clears throat> I think that's who we're referring to when we're yeah, talking about that's true. Whether or not we feel supported. That now that's true, very, very, very true, very true, very mm-hmm. true. Well, I guess we're out. Maybe we'll be able to come back once this week. We, 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 we'll talk. I mean, we'll talk about it. Yeah, because um, we still we had uh some fire ass topics yeah, for tonight. Some, some things to talk about. Maybe we really we'll did, but um, yeah, I was lunch. like, we had never did uh, we had never did a Q and A. And DJ Nav said that he was talking about that paper. We absolutely receive more support from men, but yeah. our female support, uh, we do get uh, monies from our female supporters, but we actually, we do get more support from men. We got more Nobody's, male supporters though. Yeah. So, of course. Our channel was predominantly um, yeah, male dominated. So yeah. we acknowledge yeah. that we get support from men. Absolutely. You know, some of men our love financial us. Contributors are men, and we love y'all back. Like I rocks with y'all, but um, from content creators, nah, not so much. No, no, no. Um, but the men is uh, yeah, men are actually. I hate to say it like this, paying customers, quote unquote. That's a terrible way to. <laughs> <laughs> that do sound pretty bad. Sounds pretty like bad. some prosty. <laughs> I'm surprised that we've been on here for three hours and it's just us. Like I didn't expect that, but um, yeah. Girls, because we lit, but 
Shut up, smooth, <laughs> smooth. Like y'all are so messy. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't believe that people can have working relationships with multiple people or on multiple fronts and continue to have some something that's already functioning, working well, and continue to maintain that. But it happens all the time. Sorry. D, where, where you where you think your money? You know where Show your money book. going. This man better get the. This ain't Doctor Umar school. We ain't collecting donations for a school, <laughs> sir. You ain't got to show you know they ain't going. Concrete ain't collecting <laughs> donations for the school, but I am. He need some money. As to where his money is going, do it matter if we're tricking your money off on midget strippers? It should not. I'm matter. not tricking your money off on up. midget strippers. I'm supporting little African kids that oh, need fifteen yeah. cents a day. Send and me I'm your supporting money. my shopping habit. Thank you, B. I appreciate you. I'm trying to tell us. Mm. It's crazy. Why is they telling you by them? <laughs> it's fucking what in the entire heck? I ain't going nowhere. Y'all can't get rid of me. Like, I can't sir. stop laughing. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Be <laughs> So I see them books and know the splits. Be like I, I refuse. You will never see them. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh God, y'all mm-hmm. paying for wigs and lashes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear wigs nor lashes, but um, you know, some other things that I enjoy. This the last time concrete seeing this many people in the chat. Y'all play a lot all day. I'm this interesting. I think I can learn this many people in the chat. <laughs> 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 wow. Anywho, um, mm-hmm. thank you guys for coming through and supporting us per usual. We love y'all to death. Um, yeah, it's been real. It was it was lit. Absolutely, it was lit. y'all funny. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. We'll holler at y'all later this week. All right, y'all. Be careful. Peace. Don't take no wet nickels or whatever. We out. Peace.